awkward. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Always Super awkward. awkward. Hey guys, welcome to The First Turn, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast where three grown men talk about our favorite children's card game. My name's Nikolai, I'm your host. With me today are Jordan. He's not going to say anything. Too awkward. He's just not going to wow. say anything, I guess. Wow, rude. Uh, Cody. That's me. And today we got a special guest, our friend from Saskatchewan, Stove. What's happening, buddies? So for today's episode, uh, like we mentioned last week, we're going to be discussing the potential ban list in March. Each of us have kind of our wish list ban list and a more realistic ban list. I just have kind of written out. You guys yeah, were lazy. <laughs> I didn't do fucking any of that. But go ahead, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. For those of us that did our homework, um, we have some ideas of like what we want banned, what we want limited, yada, yada, yada. And we all have an idea realistically of what will get hit. I feel like right now, Cody's like that kid who he had the homework assignment and then he didn't do it the whole time. He just stayed home playing video games. And then the next morning, he just crushed it and got 100. Oh, yeah, like the group presentations? Let's go. No, legit, that's um, how I got through high school. I, like, one senior, same, like, dude. one senior, was it fucking algebra? Some math course I had, it's like a midterm or something, it was the only fucking exam I ever studied for. That was it. It was really awkward. I didn't know how to, like, just sit down and read. <laughs> and I know for a yeah, fact, I, I didn't Stove, study... Stove, like, got prepared for this, too, so. Well, kind of. Kinda. More than I did. No, my whole gimmick uh, is I, I, I play devil's advocate for like the shit that you guys say. So I felt like I was going to be more of like the the idea to or the person to bounce your ideas off of. I was going to doctor Phil to That's your fair. issues, right? Excellent. I have lots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from Saskatchewan. I have infinite amounts. I know, I know Nick has one. Yeah, that's fair. I have Nick one has one problem. And I have like a handful, so this will be fun. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, so like before going over our kind of like ban list, we should just quickly address like top decks, all that stuff, just so we know or give our viewers kind of like an idea of what should be hit. So obviously, like we have our tier one decks, Drytron, BW different outlet variants. And sitting in like tier two, we have things like Pure Zoo, Invoked, Shadals, random stuff like that. So in general, we want to be hitting the tier one decks so that they're not as powerful and then kind of giving a boost to some of the lesser played decks so they can at least play on a similar power level as those crazy decks like Drytron and VW. So, so something, something to consider, yeah. uh, sorry to interrupt, something to consider no, uh, is that obviously when you when you hit these tier one decks, you have to do something, there has to be some preventative measure to prevent, say, um, as an example, say dinosaurs get missed. Um, oh, yeah. Right, that, that could become uh, a problem, as an example. Uh, another one that comes to mind. Um, I've been Burn playing. 
exactly exactly bird up it's a, a consistent annoying deck that's really very good at what it does and i really don't like it <laughs> i actually think like realistically the way that bird up plays it's one of the most healthy ways to have that level of bullshit like look at how bird up sets up its like pseudo lock and like imposing field versus how drytron does it i would take the bird right. up variant it... all day so like as soon as a meta evolves to a point where bird up is you know public enemy number one and we're playing against that then it becomes a lot easier to accommodate dealing with the bird up engine right uh, absolutely and that's exactly why drytron isn't doing very well right now mm -hmm. Uh, it's a lot easier to counter Drytron than it is Virtual World, for example. Yep. Uh, I think in a vacuum, Drytron is infinitely stronger than Virtual World. Uh, but because, like, you know, Droll being one of the largest, one of the highest impact hand traps uh, to ever be printed uh, doesn't really affect Virtual World, but it absolutely crushes Drytron. Um, the fact that Cycle Reader exists, all this, you know, there's a lot of light support, but there's a lot of light hate obviously as well um whereas virtual world they're they're you know it's just it doesn't care what you do it doesn't care what you have it's going to make a vfd uh at worst it'll make you know a macro cosmos or whatever <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's kind of the thing with the bandless it has to be like in a perfect world it balances out everything so that there's parity amongst all the decks in but the world. way that banlists always happen, there's always something missed. Or <laughs> there's always like there's always going to be the ulterior motive of like the cash grab that Konami wants to do. Absolutely. Yeah, Konami. Konami. Anyways, onto the banlists. Uh, we should start with the fun part: our banned cards. Uh, Jordan, I, th I think what's... there's one card that's going to be on all of our lists here. Oh, yeah. Also, uh... this is kind of one of the reasons why I didn't want to go into like a great amount of detail with like a theoretical ban list or slash wish wish list because like. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna have we're all of us are gonna have very similar lists at this point. Yeah. Exactly, and I'm kind of here to argue why certain things probably shouldn't be as obvious. Yeah. So I think the big card that we all agree on right now that should be banned and probably should have been banned before is the very Rescue fun cat. dragon. Shut yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we want very fun dragon banned? What the heck? I mean like I mean like I don't mind it. It's I very use fun, it, so. isn't it? I mean, isn't Rescue Cat the problem? I literally just sleeved sure. VFD like two minutes ago, so like fuck it. You know what? Let's just let it live. Sorry, that can happen. Yeah, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Let's let this big ass floodgate keep coming. Who, who cares? I mean, isn't this like what year was Rescue Cat overly busted? What year was? It? Didn't it get banned at one point? Twenty ten? Was it twenty ten? Some, something ridiculous. Yeah. Where it was like Cat Turbo. Yeah. No, Cat was anyway. banned. Yeah. yeah. Synchro Cat. There yeah. you go, Synchro Cat. There you go. Via that what? Dark Strike Fighter. That thing. You betcha. Anyway, yeah, VFD, very fun dragon. Needs to go bye-bye. Yeah, so that's the... I think that's everyone's biggest issue right now is VFD. Like, it's the reason that 
Virtual World such a powerful deck. The fact that they can make two in a turn a lot of the time. I or cannot make wait. A VFD or one plus protection. No, I cannot wait until VFD does get banned and Virtual World becomes the head and shoulders best deck by a long shot just because now people aren't pigeonholing their deck into just VFD Turbo. This is... I. Exactly. Quote They're me now. Quote me now. In two months, VFD's hit and VFW go or VW goes from being <laughs> arguably number one deck to clear head and shoulders, probably tier zero. Why? And they won't get anything at all. The deck will literally just lose VFD. The reason for it is going to be the exact same thing that happened to Zodiac. Zodiac had their bullshit fusion sub combo that everyone's like heard her fusion sub three times, loop for fifteen minutes. That got hit. And what happened? Zodiac went from being a stupid combo deck that you deal with to, oh my god, Zodiac's the most ignorant control deck and everyone's just playing Zoom Mirrors all day. It's the exact same thing that's going to happen with VW. Oh no. Like, we talked about this yesterday while we were testing. Like, as soon as VFD is gone, the floodgate's open for that deck because I'm sitting here going, oh, I can turn this into, like, a Beatrice Turbo deck. I can turn this into, like, rank 3, rank 6 toolbox deck. I still have access to synchro level nines. Like there's so many powerful cards that this deck will have access to. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> the fact that uh, uh, we lost so, stove. I know he needs to join yeah. a different channel so I can bring him in here. Yeah. I, hold on. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm missing. Yeah, he's doing the whole <laughs> he needs to join one of the other channels so I can drag. Yeah, him I up. already told him. I told him. I told yeah. him. I told him. Yeah. There we go. How dare you leave mid rant? I was hitting some real important motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse you. I was mid rant and you just left. I lost connection, so uh, you know my default thing is to leave and come back, but I couldn't come back. Yeah, fucking Saskatchewan. This is all Brett's fault. It's literally the fucking one Brett, place man. Winnipeg can talk shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like what are you saying? As soon as VFT is gone, like there's so many options for other powerful options for virtual world to play it just happened that like vfd was the strongest of those options at the mm-hmm. moment it's the but easiest it's like, strongest go-to yeah yeah but now it's like we can do whatever we want i can play stupid beatrice combos now i can play stupid like m7 like m7 shit a bunch of like uh, rank three cards for no reason. I, I'm sure Cody and I are thinking Gotham's here. Yeah, like you can right now <laughs> Gotham's loop for three and still end on VFD. Yep. <laughs> if you have the perfect hand, like, you well, can do you can do the loop for three gossip shadow VFD. Like that's not <laughs> that's not like too much to ask. It's not like that. That's one of the things that me and Stove were talking about earlier because he asked me about my opinion on Dragon Link before we started the podcast, and it's like one of the issues I have with Dragon Link is that. It, there's a lot of half measures and redundancy, but they all accomplish the same goal, which is still subpar compared to VW. Whereas, like, yep. VW is just going to do those ignorant things no matter what. So, like, so, I, I'm still, like I said, quote me in two months when VW's clear head and shoulders the best deck, it's going to be because they stopped playing the deck poorly. So, then my question for you is what card in that deck would you hit to limit its power? Lulu. I, uh, the 
continuous spell, King Long or whatever. You yeah. have to hit one of the two. You have to hit one of the two searchers. Like you're hitting King Long, which is their spell searcher, which you have access to through cards like uh, Kowloon. Literally all the virtual worlds sending it to the grave and foolish burial goods. And also, I gotta cut you off for a sec. Yep. I I gotta preface everything we talk about for the next hour or so, whatever how long this takes, with the fact that I'm I'm gonna argue that almost nothing should be at one. So it, like when you talk to the average Yu-Gi-Oh player, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that card should be at one. One should not exist in Yu-Gi-Oh. No card should be at one." If I had, yeah, I don't my... know if I necessarily no, agree card... with that in the regards to virtual world. No, card should um... not be at one at all. A card should either be a consistent in-engine thing that you accommodate for, either in your deck build or playing versus their deck, or it just isn't there at all. Because as soon as you start See, playing around uh... the one of, it then it becomes <laughs> that's the sack factor. Well, that's not the case in virtual world though, because every every card in the deck, I think, more or less is searchable. And say uh, Chuche, for example, mm-hmm. um, it has you know the the on field effect. It's right now being used to protect the single VFD play, mm-hmm. um, or it's got and it has the graveyard effect to make a level nine synchro. Basically, uh, take for example, you limit Chuche to one. You are then forced to either have it on the field as protection for your VFD, or to use it in the graveyard to make a level nine synchro. You know, it's it's one of the two. You can't have both. Yeah, I agree. But, like, I feel like you're... In the world, like, in the ecosystem of how VW plays, it's very unique in that it usually can play a route that hits both graveyard and on-field effects, or sets up both. But for a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh!, it's more so that you're just playing the hand you're given, right? So when somebody's like, you know, you're you should only have... What's the best way to put it? Like, Infernoble. Like, they have so many things that they can play and so many routes they can take, but they're usually just playing that one thing that their opening hand sets them up for, if that makes sense. So, like, even if VW had just one Chuche, that almost doesn't change, like, any hand they have or the way they play it because they're going to just play into the route that's most consistent through what the other four cards are. Like, obviously losing... Right, but that, that, that's kind of what I'm saying, though. It, it limits the path they're able to take, right? Well, like, you have to think about it this way, too. Like, even if you're hitting... Like, there's a difference between hitting one of the traps and hitting King Long. Like, putting them to one. With the traps, you have three and three of each. Like, if you hit one of the traps, put it to one, for example, you still have... You just max out on the other trap. So that right. part doesn't really matter. With the King Long, though, being the only continuous, like, uh, only continuous virtual world spell card, hitting it 2 1, like, it actually changes a little bit with the game because you would lose that one, uh, that one extra way to put a VW name on the board outside of your normal summon or outside of playing Kalanloon. See, that counterpoint like, makes see... more sense, because like, coming yeah. from a mechanic standpoint of how like the deck functions, it being at one then limits how you have to play through like steps A, B, C, because yeah, like, yeah, you can't search putting... and set up the spell and then do a yeah. thing based on like, the spell. 
Yeah, like limiting Kinglong actually hurts the deck on a completely different level than just lol, I took away your search card. It's, oh, I took away several copies of one of the ways you can play the game. <coughs> like, I this would be a completely different conversation if Virtual World had, let's say, two different continuous spell cards and two continuous trap cards. At that point, it's like, yeah, put Kinglong... Like, Banning King Long, it's a much easier choice to do, or putting it to one is a much more sensible choice to hit the deck, to hit their consistency, because you still let them play, but if that other continuous spell like did the level change thing like Chuche does, then you're still again allowing them to play, but you're hitting consistency by taking away King Long. So as it stands, if I was gonna hit VW right now without let's say, hit, without hitting VFD, I would probably be taking away their Lulu as opposed to the King Long because I'm still allowing the deck to play how it wants to play, but I'm taking away the consistency that makes it so strong. Yeah, I think a if lot that of that's pretty obvious if you were to hit King Long. I think just yeah. to circle back on like the whole hitting Chuche thing and its impact, I'm still... Of the opinion that if you were to hit Chuche, it almost doesn't change anything with how the deck operates because they're just going to play into a line that involves like what's the most common setup now. I've actually been not experiencing Chuche on the open very much just because people are setting up uh, Gossip Shadow as their failsafe mm -hmm. to protect uh, VFD now. So like, right. assuming a world where VFD is Assuming a world where VFD gets hit, right? Because I don't think anyone who plays Yu-Gi-Oh! right now wants that card to stick around. Let's assume VFD doesn't exist. How does that warp the rest of how the deck functions? Because, you know, Chuche Graveyard Effect is good for level modulating, you know, extending, yada, yada, yada. But how important is its on-field effect when you're not just using it to guarantee a VFD? Oh, at that point, like, without VFT, then Shuche becomes, I feel like, more important because it's that extra level of disruption exactly. on your opponent's turn. Which means, how important is it that you do the level modulate in Graveyard to force out the VFT? Exactly. You're much rather send the Z uh, Zanwu at this point. Yeah. Now. But then that's also, that caters to, I think, a more healthy game state that you can play into because now the VFD, like line of play is going to play into that typical end board that mm -hmm. you can now you know account for as opposed to it just being you know this is a b c d and if you interrupt it in some manner they can deviate super hard like having so much versatility and having so much variation isn't the most healthy thing because then you can't account for specific counterplay right like if your opponent has 52 options for how they play out their board or how they play out their combo, how do you account for that? You can't. Yeah. You just have to let them play it out and then just hope for the best. And that's not conductive to like, you know, a good competitive environment. Right. Now what happens, you know, uh, when they hand loop you for four and have a two J pop and a gossip shadow negate. Well, pseudo negate. <laughs> yeah, okay. That that well, that's, that's a good that's an issue when we get there. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a good segue actually. Because the argument, right, the the kind of red flags that I see right now is the same thing that Stove just alluded to, where what's going to happen to VW 
when VFD gets hit, but everything else is relatively untouched. Their opening play, I think right now, might start off as a hand loop variant, right? It's not unheard of that VW right now, in its current state, can hand loop you for two to three cards with its average mm -hmm. hand, yeah. right? That's not even like a, a super good hand. That's just its average combo can do that. So if their average combo can do that, then people are now going to see VW as less of a, oh, how do I deal with VFD as more of a, holy fuck, what if they just rip like three important cards on my hand and now I have no good combo, right? Like which one seems more toxic to the metagame? And who knows in two months, we're going to be complaining that uh, Go Gotham's is too broken. Like yeah. why is Gotham's not a hard once per turn, right? Like there's... Yeah, exactly. It, but one thing that I do like, not necessarily that Gotham's is the catalyst for it, but I think people always have this passionate opinion that they hate whatever is the best deck. So they're always going to look at VW or Drytron and it's like for the current format and just despise it. And they're like, oh, I hate meta, blah, 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 blah. But yep. there always has to be a best deck, right? There's always going to be some ideal thing. Obviously, yeah. Right? They're, There's always going to exactly. be the best, right? Now, success is always hated on. Like in sports and Yu-Gi-Oh! and any competitive sense, in whoever's life, the best yeah. is always hated. But if the best thing is conductive to a good competitive environment, i.e., as much as I didn't like the Zodiac format, the best thing Zoo did was set some traps and odd, you know, a mild annoyance in Dryden. That yeah. wasn't very unhealthy. So I can see why people look back at that fondly as opposed to. And like even Dragon Rulers, what was the most offensive thing Dragon Rulers did turn one? They set up the ideal hand was double Draco sack three tokens pass, right? Like that that's not really a board that you have to care about. No, with it's... a vanity's emptiness and five cards in hand. Yeah, your argument for that <laughs> for the issue is the vanity's emptiness, I know. though, right? Like no, you're I not know, wrong. So if the you know de facto best deck, you know the public enemy that everyone's striving to beat is also something <clears throat> that's very, you know, it, it's very fair then or not even just necessarily fair but something that can also very easily be uh be hated on i guess or just be targeted mm -hmm. like how drytron there's so <laughs> many good options versus drytron whereas vw there's yeah. not so many good options like you can argue lancia stops them but like <laughs> let's be honest lancia isn't always an like isn't always the lancia is not always going to stop a vfd from hitting the board yeah so when no. the best side deck option is still not even reliable, then there's an issue with it not being, not f fostering a good competitive environment. Whereas I think Drytron yeah, has so sure. much so much hate that can be used against it that it's like, if the best deck is there and everyone's playing it, then you can build for the best deck. So yeah, it, like whatever the public enemy number one is, best deck that you're trying to beat is fairer than what we're currently dealing with then it's a lot easier to play into that meta. But people need to realize there's always going to be a best deck. It's just, you know, what's the flavor? Is it going to be something super ignorant, like what we're dealing with now? Or is it going to be something <laughs> fairer next format? Because I don't know if people want to deal with getting their hand looped, plus having a Chuche to play through. Like, I, don't I mean, know. it doesn't matter if they, if, yeah. if they want it or not. It's going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's all I mean, like, yeah, yep. so like public enemy number one, VFD. We all know that it 
<clears throat> there's going to be extra things to have to deal with, like extra baggage from the deck. But I mean, uh, other like, bandless cards. Um, oh, are we are we moving on now? I, I think so. Because I mean, there's there's a lot to. I think we. There's a lot to unpack. I think we can write a novel like about DFT. So yeah, fair enough. Like, like that's going to be the thing with a card like VFT being so powerful that when a deck is geared to playing around it, um, when you're a company like Konami and you're looking at what you need to hit on your ban list to kind of like balance out your game, at the moment, nobody's playing any other type of VW deck right now. It's just the VFD. So in exactly, their eyes, nobody's exploring other options. Yeah, it's so like in their eyes right now, VW, the only issue with the deck right now is there's a big old VFD. So like they're blind to other things like the like getting hand looped for four. So like that's not gonna get hit now, but we'll see what happens in a couple of months, like Cody said. Okay, mm. before we move on, I gotta go off on something again. Okay. <laughs> Bef- when okay. VW was a rogue deck, it wasn't established meta yet, people caught the meta by storm. And you remember when the VW took like six out of top eight spots or something in some random tournament? that happened and it's like vw yep. went from being a brand new deck to like let's see how it does to holy shit this deck's broken when that happened do you guys remember what the response was everyone started jamming a whole fuck ton of traps torrentials needle ceilings and everyone's deck was now i'm gonna play into the vw board and i'm gonna win and vw started losing non-stop yep. vw could not beat trap decks so what was the reaction Everyone started playing, oh, okay, so you're going to play traps. I'm going to play Dragon Link, because I don't care how many traps you have, I'm going to combo. Yep. Yeah, so you know what beats Dragon Link? VW. So, like, you got that weird triangle <laughs> format. But VW, okay, as hard as it is to argue for VFD's existence, VFD is actually not the absolute worst thing in specifically how VW does it, because it's very easy to beat that deck. But as soon as you beat that, you lose to everything else. So yep. you got to pick your poison fit. Yeah, exactly. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we should we should probably move uh, on to a different card now. <laughs> uh, uh, who else to go next? Yeah. Okay. Ban it. So, okay. So you are going for it to be banned. Yeah, I have on my list. I have it to be banned. Like, I, my my ideal is that it gets banned. My I, on that same as well on my Konami yeah. list. It's at one. Yeah, I'm here on my I have it at one. I have it at one for both of my lists. No, my ideal is that it's gone. Uh um a card like this just being able to make <coughs> all the advantage is I mean, it's huge. Um the one thing that actually like kind of caught my eye, there's that one list that the gentleman made who I don't even know who it was, but the list itself was garbage. We got it sent to us via a friend of ours. Um, but one thing that popped up on there that made me question it a little bit was instead of like hitting Ben 10, Ben 10 fuels ultimateness. Why wouldn't we just hit something like ultimateness or perfection instead? That's a slippery slope. There's You can't just hit Benton because you need to hit... It's like the needle fiber solution. It's Everyone's just yeah. hitting every good tuner, and like no one yeah. likes that, but that's the route Konami's going. I don't think they're yeah, going to do it again just to make Benton no. stay. They, they've made their money off of Benton. They don't care about it. Anymore. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so the, basically the ride you're talking about is kind of, like Cody said, is what they were doing with Hulk, where they banned O-Line, they banned Rocket, Synchron. Like, you don't want to be banning, especially for, like, rituals. You don't want to be banning their most powerful cards that normally aren't the most consistent things to play, like Herald of Ultimateness. Like, mm. who the fuck was playing Herald of Ultimateness before Drytron showed up, right? Yeah. Like, Drytron was, there, like, showed up, enabled uh, Ben 10 to do uh, all these crazy things. Um, I think the other thing I saw as a hit instead of on Ben 10 was to Eva, just because it fuels Herald so much more than it needs to be fueled. I think the Eva real, is actually, um, like, super 5-head. Because I think if yeah. you hit that card, if that card was at 0... It actually solves a lot of issues I have with how the Drytron deck operates, but no, there's I, zero I chance Ava gets it. No. Like, yeah. Like, Ben 10's power level is so high that it's understandable that it would get hit. I I agree with Cody. I think Eva should be the card that gets hit. Um, having played the deck, like, through optimal hands like that, Eva is that um, ends up being three negations through ultimateness. So you can turn that three negations into just one negation, which in and of itself is not too bad. So you can end up having to only deal with two negations, which is in all honesty, kind of par for the course with how you get <coughs> right now, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, like, I don't actually have it written down, but I have one for, like, ideal what probably won't happen or probably won't get touched either. And it's a toss-up. It's either you hit that wind barrier statue or you hit some more. And the only reason is because, like I said, if we're going forward and we're hitting like these other decks and they're going to have these... um, Like, like we've obviously... VW probably won't get her too bad even with VFD gone. But I mean... We have a card like Wind Barrier Statue or uh, some more of being able to like enable that play for that deck. It stops a lot of other decks from being able to play Yu-Gi-Oh. And I mean, like if it becomes a high contender, then yeah, there's ways you can play for it. But if it's not, like I don't know, like there's only like really one in like deck that has like an in-deck method of beating it, and that's the Mirror. We're going to have to add Nikolai's chair to the fucking credits. Um, yeah, apparently. <laughs> I need a new chair. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I personally think there's nothing about the Tri-Brigade deck that's going to get hit outside of maybe Tenki, but, like, I, I don't see Barrier Statue or any of the Samorg stuff getting touched whatsoever. Avian no, staying, all of it's not gonna, none of it's getting touched. And, like, we may get to the point where it's like, oh, tier one deck is you deal with VW and Drytron or a barrier statue plus a Link Rebo or something, but I don't know. It's... Of all of the degenerate ways to lose, it, it seems like it's a lot easier to account for the Tri-Brigade way of doing it as opposed to how Drytron sets up their negates plus can't special. So, mm -hmm. like, I, I think there's just such a huge shadow being casted by the obvious tier one decks that something like mm -hmm. Bird Up's just not going to get hit yet. No, that's fair. 
That's kind of what I was thinking too. Like if anything, I I find if anything is going to be hit outside of the tier one decks, it's going to be decks that have been around for a while, like hitting miscellaneousaurus for dinosaurs. Shit should be banned. See, I, don't, I don't actually have that card on my like actual ban list. Like, then you're a fool. Like, you're a damn no, fool. Ideal. Yep. Have you read that card? Ideally, I would want it gone. I don't see it happening. No, I, I, think, I think Misk is almost guaranteed to get hit on this list. I think Misk goes to one, and I think it should get banned. I would rather see ben, like I'd rather see Miscellaneous get banned than Benton get banned. Just so Dylan can be sad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is there a logical reason behind this? Or shout out Dylan James. Personal Sorry, Dylan. Games, as we like to call him. Um, um I have nothing. I would like. Band. Well, so okay. I don't know about you well, guys. if you have nothing else for banned, I just want to argue why Ben Ten should be at one as opposed to banned. All right, plead your case. It's purely for the fact that one Ben Ten is a lot more interactable than several Ben Ten. Because like, if you ask someone's Benton engrave right, if you ask someone's Benton engrave right now, if they didn't have two more copies that they could have access to, that for all intents and purposes can almost always slow their turn down unless they have something like Manju or some roundabout way to get Medionis okay. right now. I feel like your and argument if, is like. It's kind of like true of this format right now as well. It's just the odds of them raw drawing it to start their combo is just a lot mm -hmm. higher at three, right? Because like right now you're playing X amount of copies, which is high, right? Like however percent, yeah, whatever percentage of your deck is Benton, you have that many odds to have it on top of all the Drytrons. Because like the ideal Drytron hand isn't even many copies of Benton. It's a singular copy of Benton, and if you don't have it, you just want to have a way to get to it. And that's it. You don't want your hand flooded with Bentons or ways to see it. So the argument that like one is a lot easier to manage, I think, is a moot point. It's the same exact deck as it is right now. Well I think at the same time, like like you're saying, there's so many ways to get to Ben Ten that if that original Ben 10 gets hit during your combos that you like say Roger or let's say open like double prep and that first Ben 10 gets hit, it's all those extra ways to get to the Ben 10 um, that get basically stopped now because you're no longer searching the card that's searching everything else. Well, there's two things that I think that leads into. First of all, that's that sack factor thing again. I hate it if now <laughs> the deck is just inconsistent so that when you lose to Lone Fire, Lone Fire, Lone Fire, Soul Charge, it's like, damn. Well, good thing he only has one Soul Soul Charge in his deck, and he drew it. That means it's not consistent, and I lost to it. Like, it doesn't fucking matter how consistent your deck is. If your deck still hits the one of, then it doesn't matter, right? You saw that one of chance, so fuck, it's a sack. Two, as soon as Benten exists at one, then... the the deck theory changes a lot, so then I think there will be a lot more copies of cards that guarantee seeing it turn one, like prep, and then yeah. indirectly, I think people are going to not rely so much on Vandy's ruler, 
and they're going to hit more on maybe playing an extra copy of a Manju, or they're going to play more copies of the uh, Megalith that's going to turn their preps to be more of a toolbox engine. So I don't think that necessarily hitting Benton down to one really changes anything, because they're just going to play more toolboxy cards that get them to the Benton, but also lets them do other things. I will be honest, I forgot about Megaliths, so I will concede to your point. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget the fool. But yeah. God, fool. I hate that Um... <laughs> Headless mommy. I have nothing. So other. Else, so I don't know okay. about you guys. I have. Um. I'll. I will forever va uh, advocate for Mystic Mind to get banned until it actually Agreed. happens. I don't think that's realistic, unfortunately, but it's not going to stop me from wanting it. Um. From Konami's perspective, like on on my Konami list, I do have uh, LP with a question mark. I, okay, before we move I on from Mystic Mind, I want to <laughs> say I want to argue so bad for Mystic Mind to exist in some capacity just as like a catch-all check that you always have to accommodate your deck list for right but, like i fucking hate those you know just black and white <laughs> do you have the out no all right you lose like i fucking hate cards like that yeah exactly and so exactly. i can't in some way argue for <clears throat> mystic mind to exist and it also cater to a healthy like interaction in any way I, I wish... No, okay, here's the thing. If there was a way, if there was a perfect world situation where Mystic Mind only existed in combo decks that and it was only prevalent in a combo versus combo matchup and you couldn't just deck your opponent out, then I think I would love Mystic Mind because it just adds another layer that you have to deal with, but that's not how people play Mystic Mind, so... Unfortunately, that is indeed the case. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I can't even play Captain. It's not Captain. healthy card design. Yeah. Like what, like what you described, that, that would be a hypothetical healthy scenario for, Mr. F for Mystic Mine to thrive. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, that's just not the case, and that's not how the game works, unfortunately. Like, I'm going to use the most recent example of the time I used Mystic Mine, okay? So I get into this weird situation sure. where I'm playing Dragoon Mirror Match, right? Yeah, our favorite Dark Dragoon. I We play in this weird Dark Dragoon mirror match where he outs my Dragoon, but in the process of him doing that, he can't kill me, right? He doesn't do any damage. He sets up his own Dragoon. Okay. I set up a strike. I set up some kind of board, but because he uses so many resources to out my Dragoon, he can't lethal me still through basically an open field. He leaves me at some minor amount of life points, under 3,000. On my turn, I mine him right terraforming into mine he dragoons yep. it i strike it right so now he's stuck under dragoon plus another monster under my mine that gives me five turns to set up a follow-up dragoon which then kills him and his board and then i ended up out grinding his remaining cards and it was like that situation that mine allowed me to play into is why i had the soft spot for it but people right. don't play mine in that way so that that's basically it. If like mine was used in that way, it would be so much funner, but it's not. But it's not exactly. Nope. There's there's people that don't want people to have fun. Mm -hmm. So, shout out to Evan. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got us top with Mystic Mind Burn. Fair. So Stove, you said you have LP with a question mark on your ban list. It's like LP. 
Like Dragon Link isn't like a like a tier one deck right now. I don't think. I think it's probably borderline close from what I've seen on uh, like DB high rated. Um, and again, that's in a category all its own, so it doesn't really really matter. But LP just yeah. in as card design goes, like any dragon that they print now can be tutored out of the deck. Like if they make just anything, anything, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, they bring back Destrudo, for example. Oh, let's just bring it out with LP. Mm -hmm. um, any of the, uh, you know, the dragon, if more dragon rulers come out, yep, you can bet LP's going to be in that deck. Yeah. I, I made mention it's... of uh, that dynamic in the last podcast talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Stonks, uh, that mm -hmm. certain cards, there's two things that are huge fucking red flags. Cards that limit future card design, like LP, Right? Like, right, just like you were saying, if any future dragon deck will feature LP, and B, because LP not only has that going for it, but just the basic effect of summoning from deck. Any card that says summon X thing from your deck, no matter how restrictive it is, will be a problem at some point. <coughs> and exactly. LP hits both red flags. So. Yep. And just uh, being a Link 1 is also in and of itself a problem. Because yep. Link 1s are inherently broken. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the dynamic so of how LP works with Link zones and stuff is a little bit more convoluted than just like a Mirage Dalio or MX Saber Invoker. But like, right. if, if common, like, look at how Dragon Link functions and tell me that LP's hard. Like, LP's not that hard exactly. to set up. Yeah, it's yeah. my, is literally my fourth, uh, I guess my fifth summon, I suppose, but mm -hmm. um, it's. It's a retarded card, not gonna lie. Yep. I shouldn't say that. But uh... we don't say the hard R. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's Down fine. Syndrome Awareness it's, Month. It's it's a tardy R. It is. Okay. Anyways. Oh, um, wow. um. Yeah. Anyways. So LP. It's a problem. Um, yeah. LP is a problem. Like it, it. It realistically should be banned just to let future cards not have to be as restricted as they would need to be with LP running around. Exactly. Ban LP, bring back Blaster. Actually, to follow up yes, on that point... I'm, I'm okay with that. I seem to be the only Yu-Gi-Oh player that like doesn't want cards unbanned ever. I want like everything on the ban list to stay. I don't want shit coming really? off like ever. You just want the game to continue to evolve. Well, yes, but in more of a narrow view, it's just... Right. It, it, yeah. Ev evolve just like strictly towards the future. It's it's more so that so many of these cards limit game design in some indirect way, and I just don't like how okay. they exist. Like and like I hate the the other trend, like the other route Konami goes with errating like old cards mm -hmm. because oh, it no, kind of because I think it just like it devalues uh like. The legacy of the card, or like, yeah, exactly, like the legacy of the card. It devalues what it did and what it meant for its respective format. So I just wish exactly. cards what obviously comes on to mind it. right now. Is, yeah, what it's obviously like comes to it, mind right now is firewall. Exactly. It's like with, with um, it's like uh, what happens with Magic: The Gathering. Like you have your cards like Black Lotus or like the I forgot what they call it. There's like their power um, five. Power nine. Power nine. Or power nine, yeah. Like, you have their power nine. They're never going to 
be reprinted. Their effect's never going to change, but, like, look at how many cards that Magic got that are just watered-down versions of the Power 9. Like, and to be realistic, if Yu-Gi-Oh! wants to bring back a card that's banned because it's so powerful, instead of eroding it, you just bring in the watered-down version. Which, funny enough, yeah. Konami's been doing for years, but people don't really appreciate it. You know there's a card literally yeah, called Monster been. Reborn Reborn? Like, people yep. don't even realize Konami's been memeing this <laughs> shit into existence for the last decade. They absolutely have been. Mm -hmm. The most recent of which, obviously, is, is Triple Tactics Talent. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Well, like, I think the issue with a lot of people is, like, when they see these, like, watered-down versions, like Monster Reborn Reborn, it's hard to it's hard for a lot of people to appreciate how powerful some of these cards could potentially be because their immediate reaction is like, well, why would I play this card when I can just actually play Monster Reborn, which is so much more powerful because it came off the ban list. Mm -hmm. True. Fair. So like why and bother indeed. even printing the watered down version if they're gonna unban Monster Reborn? Exactly. <laughs> and like, to be fair, like TTT is like the watered down version of like three separate cards in one. A TTT yeah. is a whole different argument. So like, I don't want to kind of, you know, go off too much on that one. But I want to say one thing, like when a card, I'm going to use Torrential as an example, because Torrential was at one forever, and then it went to three. Mm -hmm. And almost no one took notice of it going to three, because it didn't matter. And like, only now it's starting to see play, because it again, VFD... What's the safest way yeah. to deal with it? Set a torrential, like see what happens. I absolutely love that. Just huge catch-all good cards exist, but they exist at three. So now when you're playing against VFD, you can count on, hey, I'm playing three torrential. This is my answer to this exact situation, and more importantly, the opponent when seeing a face down now has to play around the torrential instead of it being a random one of that like oh fuck well they only have one torrential what's the chance that they have it that's that sack factor Better thing i was it. talking about yeah. yeah like monster reborn right now shouldn't be a one of regardless of monster reborn's power level monster reborn should be a three of because then now you can start playing cards and saying hey well if i get interrupted in this way or if i play into a back row in x way at least I have Monster Born to push through, or I have Monster Born to punish my opponent's play. Not, uh, hey, I drew Monster Born. Cool. Like, there should be some <laughs> thought that goes into it. Yep. So then, behind the idea of then hitting, or like trying to hit LP, then do you have Halk on your list as well, or no? I don't have Halk on my list right now, actually. I no, don't either. Um... It's. Is that My, just because for, you guys are like of the same mindset as like everybody else is right now, where you don't think Halk is gonna get hit because of its recent ultimate rare printing, or I'm not more of the necessarily it hasn't actually and again for based on card design alone, it, it deserves to be, you know, in the same booth as you know, Summon Sorceress. Um except it's obviously well, arguably even easier to make. Um special summoning anything from the deck obviously is extremely powerful. Uh some may call it degenerate. I don't think I would call it degenerate. Um, it's unfortunate that we've lost so many good tuners because of it. But I don't think it's ban-worthy necessarily right now, based on the format. But it absolutely is based on card design. See, I'm more of the mind where, like, when a ban list happens, I 
I'm generally looking more at whatever the format is at the moment. And like Stove said, Hulk at the moment isn't being played a lot in anything other than like random things like Infernoble. So it's yeah. not a huge threat. Like, again, the card is definitely ban worthy, but it's again, it's not being played right now. Um, when it becomes a threat, ban it then. Like, I, I don't really care. <laughs> Okay, so I have. Yeah, I mean, I have to, one. To go thing. on your first point. Good. Sorry. No. <laughs> to go on your first point, it is absolutely a financial decision on Konami's part. Not that they make money on OTS packs, they do indirectly, I suppose. But um, they did obviously just print it as an ultimate rare. And chances are, it'll get at least another format of play. Like the whole thing with them right now is a lot of the time, these OTS packs are push. Like if you have a store that's not running tournaments right now, these OTS packs are being pushed as, like, free things that come in whenever people are buying sealed products, so, like, definitely... Yeah, that, that's, what I, that's what I meant indirectly. Yeah. Cody, you had yeah, something okay, you wanted so to say? To follow up on uh, Needle Fiber, I think Needle Fiber needs to get hit, like, 100%, and mm -hmm. obviously it won't, because they're pushing the newest ulti, but... <laughs> the biggest the biggest reason that people don't really appreciate for why uh, Needle Fiber is not just like public enemy number one is solely because there's not a link three that can facilitate combos. Like Summon Sort getting hit was the reason that Needle Fiber stopped being like that broken. Um, the closest of the closest thing we have is Auroradon, and a lot of people have been crying for Auroradon to get hit, but it indirectly got hit by uh olion going yeah right. so so like olion hitting kind of brought auroradon's power level down to like an understandable level but mm -hmm. look at every variant of needle fiber decks right now they're turning a single needle fiber into vfd obviously yeah. that's there's yeah. a different argument oh, yeah. to be made because of how broken vfd is but like vfd is there is a point where Every single extra deck card that ever exists that says special summon from your deck, it needs to get hit or checked in some way. So Konami, please stop printing cards that say that. Because Auroradon says <laughs> they it, do and it's absolutely need to stop. Yeah, they do absolutely yeah. need to stop printing cards yeah. like that. Yeah. So like Hulk yeah. Neil ever like falls into that category of like cards where it needs to be hit because it's limiting game design again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. Having Hulk means any rank three going forward can't be past a certain power level without being like while being generic. Yep. And like the future, like any tuner that gets printed now is under like this lens of like how good is this tuner if it goes to the graveyard? How good is this tuner? Like, it, like the thing is. The link three doesn't even have to be generic. It can be super restrictive. Like the fact that you can go needle fiber into Simorg is an issue, and like nobody's oh, using yeah. that. True. Like at some point, no, someone's gonna say, right. "Fuck it, I'm gonna play a deck that's just like barrier statue and like 15 ways to one card Hulk." So like, <laughs> like, and you know what? That deck's gonna be as consistent as Dry Brigade. So mm -hmm. fuck it. True. Um. I think the only other card I have under my band, or uh, I guess forbidden list, is also with a question mark like LP was. 
Uh, it's either Verte Anaconda or Red Eyes Dragoon. I would hit Dragoon over Verte. Why? So, I guess in regards to that, why not Red Eyes Fusion? Yeah, I'm waiting for that too. I wouldn't want to hit Red Eyes Fusion. It's, like, it's going to sound like it's a dumb reason. It's purely for the fact that I wouldn't want to be taking away what is a powerful card for a rogue deck that people are playing. Okay, first of all, I hate that argument. (laughs) Secondly, uh, I'm 100% agreeing with Stove. I I don't understand how we can exist in a world where Red Eyes Fusion is not the culprit. Like, Fusion should be... Exactly. You're, like, these decks are playing... Look at uh, what Cody played on uh, on last Monday there. Yeah. You know, you're playing three yeah. Red Eyes Insight, three Red Eyes Fusion, the Red Eyes Wyvern. You're, you're hard activating Red Eyes Fusion and then setting four or five True. back row. Yep. Or three or four back row, I guess. Um, Sir, it was... Verte... I wasn't setting shit. I was activating Necrovelli. I had some dignity. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, but that's, that's what the other... These trap Dragoon decks are doing yep um <laughs> and it's you yep. know it's very oppressive like you've got this um what's the word i'm looking for this mutual protection like dragoon protects the back row and the back row protects dragoon and that's honestly like if they're you know if they open three good traps plus red eyes insight and like a hand trap for example like what what do you do you, you can't do much so then my question there is, is there another card that they can play other than like the usual like polymerization, you send the two monsters from your hand? No, is there another card that they can play to make goons otherwise or no? No, not. There, obviously, there's there's traditional poly with the two materials in hand. Yeah. You can dump the materials somehow and use. You can uh, do something like Magicalized Fusion. Magicalized Fusion, that's the one. Oh, there. if you guys want to get spicy, Needle Fiber by oh, itself sets up Dragoon. So, like, I can do it off just summoning Needle Fiber, but we're not at that point yet, and when you start playing shit like that, then it gets really roundabout and awkward, and you have to play so many Garnets and shit that you're already kind of playing, because you have to play the Vanillas. Whereas, if that's your method to summon bullshit, then fuck it, you know what? Go play your Exodia deck, but it's much more digestible than Activate Insight. Oh, by the way, my one-card Dragoon also set up a Monster Born in Graveyard. Oh, lovely. I'm going to be right back. Wow, this guy. Sure thing. He's supposed to be the host. Okay, bye, Nick. Yeah. Bye, Nick. Yeah, he goes and takes off. Okay, uh... Okay. So, like, I don't know if we have anything else for, like, banned. Uh, what was the argument I was making? Oh, yeah, I hate cards being at one. So, like, yeah. my thing is I would go over every card that's at one, and it either needs to be at zero or three. So True. there's a lot of zeros that you guys aren't in agreement with then. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just going to... Maybe, maybe yeah. one day you could convince me of that, but I don't think I agree with that right now. Let me... Okay, just just to humor me, let's rapid fire the cards that exist at one, right? So you have all the Exodia okay. pieces. You can play three of yeah. left arm. I don't give a fuck. Um, Armageddon Knight. Do you, do you think that card just by itself being an a summonable way to dump any dark is okay. No. No, it's not. Thank you. Uh, Black Dragon color... color blah, 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 blah. Serpent. That could be a three. That's fine. Give me three. Uh, I could argue by itself, sure. Uh, with the current toolbox of cards, I don't think so. So I'd rather it be no. at zero. But 
You know what? That's a whole thing. Space is a hell of a drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, thank you. Um, Cyberstein. If people are playing Cyberstein, they're playing a deck to see it. So it yeah. doesn't matter if yeah, it's at absolutely. one or three. So it's at three. Uh, mm -hmm. The danger cards can be at three. Thank fucking god that the formats evolved to the point where people stopped blaming danger cards for degenerate decks. People were like, oh my god, dangers make everything so much more consistent. Like, shut the fuck up. Dangers were never the problem, and I want to get my danger cards back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> dangers should all be at three. Uh, dark Graffer, again, same thing as Armageddon Knight. You, you need to pick one. It's Zero. either you're okay with every dark card being wherever you want it to be, or not at all. Uh, Dynamite, yeah. Vol, Draco. Three. I, yeah, don't care. Uh, Pankertops. <laughs> Give me three. Are, yeah, are we three. really upset with Pankertops? Like, as a card design, I think it's just the newest point of power creep. Whereas, I think it's an acceptable amount of power creep, because you're no, never getting blown up by Pankertops turn one. And, sure, if you are like, oh man, Pankertops outed my anti-spell fragrance. It's like, yeah, well, you're playing anti-spell, get fucked. Um, and then you have stuff like mm -hmm. Double Iris, okay, don't care, Exodia. Well, like, even with Dino, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, anyways. Uh, Double Iris, Pendulum's lol. Um, Exodia, Birdman, no one's playing Birdman, FTK, I haven't played that shit in forever. Um, Infernity Archfiend should be banned. Infernity Archfiend's not fucking okay. <laughs> um, Morphing Jar. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, Morphing Jar, like... <sighs> Who's playing a Flip Monster that's not Shadow? But the argument I have is, more, is Morphing Jar is like the one deck that just needs more copies of Morphing Jar to win. So I'd have the argument that Morphing Jar should be at zero. Just because Morphing Jar's dynamic of existing with more Morphing Jars is an issue. Yeah. Uh, Night Assailant, yeah. no one cares about the loop, no one's playing it. Phantom Sky Blaster, if you're normal summoning and all you're getting is Phantom Sky Blaster, that's fine. Um... Darkness Metal got eroded. We don't care. Salman Great Gazelle. Uh, I think Gazelle's actually. I can high. argue it can be a three. Gazelle? I think Gazelle's yeah, a I zero. Uh, no. Gazelle's a zero. It's. Gazelle is a fucking strong really? card, man. Gazelle is an Armageddon Knight. That's also a Terror Top. Like, no, I'm not okay with this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Servant yeah. of Endymion. But, for, but be it's still deck specific, though. So. Okay, Salmon like Gazelle by itself, I'm pretty sure is a double attacking 5300 access code talker. I'm sure it's damn close if not. Yeah, it, it's either one or one and a half cards. It's something stupid like that. Because yeah. like yeah. all Salmon Grey does now is summons access code with uh that stupid double attacking cybers link to. Uh, yeah, whatever the hell. It's update called. Yeah, update jammer. Update jammer. Yeah. Yeah, so no, that shit's yeah. not okay. Um Servant of Endymion should be at zero. Again, cards that say summon from deck are an issue. Uh, Terror Top should mm -hmm. be at zero. Uh, Quick Fix should mm -hmm. be at zero. Tempest. Mm -hmm. uh, that, shit like this is awkward because I think right now I don't care it can uh -huh. be at three. But as soon as you start unbanning Dragon Rulers and shit, then it needs to be at zero. Right? So, like, the point I'm making is every single card here outside of some really, really niche argument with Morphing Jar. But I guarantee you, not one person who listens to this podcast wants to debate Morphing Jar with me for two hours about that little nuance. Probably not. But yeah, I feel like you can not. name at least one person. So yeah, like, again, going over just 
the monsters, right? Not even extra deck shit yet. Like, is there really a counterpoint mm. for why a card should exist at one? My counter argument just... is for certain cards, as soon as you bring them down to one, um, it wouldn't be a matter of like hitting the consistency of the, of these decks because some of these decks, like the one of doesn't matter if you have a one, it's okay. But it also it it hurts the it makes the decks a lot more volatile if that's like a key component to the deck, right? So if you end up that card ends up getting hit, uh, in some way, like uh, my opponent's able to deal with that one copy of it then I'm pretty boned. A good example I have is the Golden Lord. Say we put Golden Lord to one. Uh, I think that is very healthy for the deck itself because then the deck can say its thing, do its thing. It's not going to be, it's not going to be as overpowered like it is now. But I mean, as soon as somebody like outs the Golden Lord, that deck is just dead. Okay. Well, first of all, like, I think you're confusing, like, what volatility is because you know what's volatile not being able to account for any one of these one ofs and your opponent playing their one of that they drew that you just don't game plan for when you're looking at any single one of these cards i guarantee you when you're side decking or building your deck to beat any of these respective archetypes you're not accounting for that one of because you just can't right like outside of weird situations like being able to chaos space the black dragon collapse serpent but that's like a whole different deck and a card that searches it right that's a whole different dynamic but i'm not playing a card or trying to play into a line that beats specifically armageddon knight because if they have it their hand is so much better and you know if they don't then all the cards i side for a single one of is pointless there's different dynamics yeah, no, you, you can't you can't Go ahead. Counterplay a single, like a one of. Yeah, there's, there's. Uh, it doesn't make sense mathematically. Yeah, there's arguments for like how <laughs> the dynamic of like Eldritch works, and you know playing one, two, or three copies of it, but the. How do I put this? Like, I'm still of the opinion that Eldritch is a one of in every Eldritch deck, and everyone's too pussy to fucking play it at one. Because that <laughs> you're playing more garnets in your deck just to facilitate garnets to make them live. Like, people need to stop playing Eldlich like it's the only fucking like interactive back row deck. Because as soon as people realize that all these cards are bad, then they'll stop drawing bad with Eldlich. Because <laughs> they won't have Eldlich to draw. Yeah, like, you know why you play two Eldlich? Because if you play one and it gets outed, then now all of a sudden your 12 fucking traps are all dead. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. Maybe that's not necessarily uh, an issue with it being at one, and more so an issue with just the design of Eldritch. So that's, that's like my only argument, though. Is like, what if there are other decks like that, though, where the deck itself is still good with the card being at one, but it's a lot easier to deal with now because the card is at one. Right? Like, I know what you're saying is if you don't account for cards being at one, like singular cards, like you don't account for like a one of soul exchange or a one of soul charge or something like that, right? You don't account for the one monster reborn. But I mean, like, if the deck has the card set to one, but the deck is still good with a copy of it at one. I, I think the operative the, word there is good. Because if the Eldritch 
if we're talking about a format where Eldritch is at one, what's making it bad? DD Crow. Okay, but why are you citing DD Crow? True. There are other decks that can uh, get hurt by DD Crow, I guess. Like. Well, See, right that, that, no, no, no. That, yeah. That's the point I'm making. Is people want to use blanket statements, yeah. but never want to work out the issue. Like, as soon as you get to a point where Eldritch is no longer, you know, that resilient, uh, annoying back row deck, and it's at one, then you can start saying, "Oh, I'm citing three DD Crows to beat the Eldritch when it gets to the graveyard." But if you get to the point where the Eldritch is in the graveyard, that means they've resolved some of the traps already and they set up their eldritch to be in the graveyard that makes it vulnerable to dd crow so people play it differently uh and then that leads into how the format evolves into now they're just going to try to protect the eldritch and if we get to a point where you have to now out the eldritch on field out any protection it has and then dd crow it without them having some kind of response like holding a uh white elixir right or a whatever the elixir is that is the quick play spell mm -hmm. sanguine yeah well not just sanguine oh, but like quick play spell. yeah but as soon as eldritch is at one then now you don't put your eldritch in the graveyard until you have a sanguine because you can play around crow it's just people mm -hmm. don't have to because they build their deck to not have to worry about it but as soon as eldritch is mm -hmm. at one then you start playing into playing around graveyard hate and then it's no longer an issue okay that's fair I accept that argument. Mm -hmm. So again, my redundant point I'm trying to make is I, I don't think any card should be at one. You um, could argue I, for you can argue cards can exist in a world at two, but there's literally one card that I think can exist at two. Malicious. Malicious, and that's malicious. the only one. That's what the semi limited yeah. list was designed for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, well, okay. Uh, question then: What about Rapier? What about Rapier? Like it existing at more than one also makes it degenerate, but it existing at one doesn't. Uh, Rapier is just like malicious. It's it exists in that weird ecosystem of it doesn't really care about a theoretical ban list. It's just by nature of how it works, it needs to be at one. Okay, so but then that kind of counters your argument of any card can't be at one. That's a that's a very that's a very specific issue. That's the exception to the rule, and that's not because of what I'm arguing. My argument is that a card shouldn't be at one because it's not okay from a balance and gameplay standpoint to be at one. But neither uh, of those points have any relevance to how Zodiac mechanic or how Rapier mechanically works. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't I haven't been playing the game nearly as long as you have. Um, so. You know, my opinion doesn't mean nearly as much, I don't think. But I'm I'm coming from the standpoint here. You know, a bunch of these cards at one, it, it in my opinion at least, it enhances deck design. Enhances, um, not that there's a whole lot of like uniqueness, you know, in in game. Uh, but without say all of these, uh, you know, limited cards, if they went to either zero or three, one or the other, I imagine a lot of these are going to be zero in your opinion. Mm -hmm. Um. It, it would just change the game. It would be a culture shock. And I'm, I'm just not seeing that right now. So, yeah, like, I, I can't comprehend. I think there's an <laughs> argument to be made coming from that viewpoint that if everything was to get hit, uh, 
how do I put this? Um, fuck, I just like have like ten different things going on in my head right now. I just like talked myself <laughs> out of it. Um, fuck. You guys go ahead. Maybe I'll think of it. Okay, no, okay, I got it. Okay, so there's an argument to be made that with cards existing at one, then you add a level of, like, variety, right? Like you said, like, the variety of certain decks and stuff. But that's kind of, like, the argument I'm trying to go against is that I think people have this notion of things should be different and there should be a greater variety and parity and i don't think that should exist to the degree people think it should i think there should be innovation and innovation is brought on by people capitalizing on what is the status quo if the best deck is an established thing but it's not so overwhelmingly powerful that you can't counter in some manner then counters will be formed and that's what i like when the best deck public enemy number one can be accounted for and beat because it's reliable in what it does in some manner so all this variety and the all these added variables of these one ofs don't cater to consistent strategies because they're at one okay fair enough i guess something that uh that just came to mind like halfway through your sentence there was you know uh, I couldn't even give you a year. Um, take Go format, for example. Mm-hmm. There are, what, like 10 one-ofs that are in literally every single deck in that format? Yep. Not even just specifically Go control, but in every deck in the format. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, in a way, counters my own argument that, that limits deck design in that regard. Uh, it's a much broader spectrum now, obviously. We have over 10,000 cards. Yeah. Um, that did just come into my head that about halfway through your sentence. Yeah, people's love and fascination with GOAT is usually people who didn't play in that format. And I I, I don't like GOAT format, like, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Even though I played during that format. Like, it's... I don't know, people's fascination with that format is so, like, misguided. It's, like, it's very basic cube-level Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, if you enjoy that you? stuff, play cube, because it's funner. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like there's other, there's other like back and forth control matchups I'd rather play than. Yeah. Honestly, like so you play then... play the the hat format like twenty what was it twenty fourteen? Yeah, twenty fourteen hat and gear gear. Play hat that gear gear with three dust tornado, three wiretap in both decks. Now that's some wild shit. That's a fun controlled format, but people don't appreciate <laughs> stuff like that. I've also never so been a again. control player. You would enjoy that. Just because, like, it's... You're mm-hmm. kind of... Every turn is setting up for the next play because you're like, okay, well, I have two wiretaps and a dust tornado, and he's got four set. That's not enough yet. So you got to kind of, like, play into a certain angle. <laughs> so you, right. But, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, should we, uh, should we maybe move on to the yeah. next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I guess we're going to, like to the next little bit here because we we took the bad like the forbidden stuff and we kind of stretched it out for an hour okay. um the what <laughs> to be said so about we, VFD. <laughs> yeah yeah vfd spent a novel that's fine whatever um so limited uh for my list i actually put down firewall dragon already just because with the errata coming out 
I yeah. don't yeah. see this. Why card. limited? Like it can on, it can honestly be at three. Like, Thank you. Uh, <coughs> moving forward, but you know I don't see it going to three right away. I assume it'll go to one. Um, ideally, I do want miscellaneous source banned. I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. I see miscellaneous source going to one. Just you know, Konami. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Most people. Uh, so like I have Dark Dragoon set to one on my list, like for uh, just what I think might happen. Um, only because like you, you still have one. You could. It, I am. Okay. Apparently, I have to be required. For the for the decks that are doing the Anaconda thing, one is enough, right? Yeah. What's mm-hmm. funny is like there's a very indirect like result and consequence to the Dragoon decks when you put it to one, which is very funny. Because if Dragoon did go to one randomly, it almost never will functionally change how you lose to Dragoon. You're still going to lose to Dragoon plus Floodgates. But now every Dragoon (laughs) deck has to play it from an angle of you can never play Pot of Extravagance before summoning Dragoon, which is like an obvious, but that changes a lot of how the dynamic of Dragoon versus the meta will work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. So... I think the inclusion of like Pot of Prosperity kind of shifts, like, because like right now a lot of those decks are going to be play the extravagance because they're usually control decks. So like, I just want to see more traps. So I think it's just going to shift more from playing oh. Pot of Extravagance over like we'll play Prosperity. Okay, because... you guys want a little tidbit, a little sneak preview? If you're playing Dragoon and you're not playing both Prosperity and Extravagance, your hard R. Special, okay. Turn one, you can prosperity. Turn two, you can. That's exactly like. I, mm-hmm. Why would you not play both? You know the biggest issue Dragoon has after turn one is that you only draw one card per turn, and I need a card to pitch for negates. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just pot a greed. Give me that extravagance off the top. Exactly. Fuck it, Dragoon's at one. I'm still playing extravagance. I don't give a fuck. I'll just not activate a turn one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you draw three right, of it, then I, it sucks, uh, but... I'm going to take off for a little bit, guys. Uh, if you guys finish before I get back, so be it. But that is a situation that came up, so I got to go. Bye, Brett. Go tend to your baby. That was a poopy diaper. <laughs> Damn, being a single parent is hard. Anyways. Um, Holy fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, yeah, so what was the next thing we were hitting on? Ban list. Oh, Dragoon and uh, random things going to one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like, I don't, okay, I so, don't agree with that. No, I can like, see I, maybe it happening because Konami's like part R, but yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a, realistically, I'm just not seeing it. Firewall, I think, is an obvious thing. It could easily go to three, but I don't think that's how Konami works. Yeah, I think it'll just go to one as like a, a sticker shock. Like, oh no, look, this card got unbanned, but like it really exactly. no consequential difference. Yeah. And then it'll immediately go to three because it'll be in zero deck list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the same process they love um, doing with, uh, like unbanning cards. They'll bring it back to one, and everyone just sort of gets <laughs> that immediate shock of, oh no, how is this going to affect the world? And then like it doesn't change anything, and its dynamic of yeah. one or three changes nothing. Like you could argue Zodiac Trident being at three would make a difference in Zoo, but like post first Trident. A lot of the time they're playing it to the 
Borbo into Zeus angle anyways. So like yeah, I'm not gonna exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna diminish Dryden's existence at three would make a big difference. But like let's be honest, it's not gonna change how Zodiac plays out their like it, grind game. It it wouldn't. Yeah. They would like, uh, like they would get uh, an additional pop out of dry, out of the second Dryden. Because they yeah. could do, you know, the second Borbo, you know, attack whatever deal whatever damage and then go into Dryden't either bait something or get a free pop or whatever and then Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of the inherent thing with extra deck cards, right? Mm -hmm. You're playing it at three or one. Yep. You play it at three because you're playing pot of extravagance, pot of prosperity, and you're a control deck. Or you're playing at one because you're a combo deck. Like again, Zoo's kind of that weird deck because you play right now like two ofs. Playing two of each, yeah. Yeah, like but that's just because you want room for some random shit and you can't fit three of all of them and Zeus. Yeah, like following up on Jordan's point where he had like his gotcha moment with Rapier, it's the same thing as like with how Dryden works. It's <laughs> it's Zodiac inherently just functions on a different like plane than traditional Yu-Gi-Oh. So like yeah, it plays its own game. Yeah, it's very hard to say, hey, A, B, and C is okay because Zoo does it. It's like, no, not really. Like you can't say it's okay for these decks when Zoo does it because Zoo kind of established a whole different like way of playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, like Zoo's yeah. that deck that's going, oh, we X Y Z summon with one card. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Um. Is there any other cards that you guys notably wanted to get hit or banned besides what we've already covered? Um, um not banned. We're done we're done with all the bans, I think. Yeah. Um I think I've you got, like got, You go ahead. I've got quite the list of <laughs> of limits. Okay. Um and some of them are not realistic, I think. Um some of them are just like they could um, you know, things like, well, my list, I guess, the the one relevant one, well, the two relevant ones, I guess, are Cursed Eldland and Miscellaneous Sword. Um, Cursed Eldland, like, my, my sort of debate was between Cursed Eldland and Scarlet Sanguine, mm -hmm. and after talking with uh, Ryan, because um, he's played the deck more than I have, yeah. limiting Sanguine just murders the deck, like, no one will play it, period. Uh, whereas Eldland is actually what makes the the engine splashable in other decks and it doesn't kill the deck itself okay what counterpoints do i have to this okay so i don't think the deck would die <laughs> if if sanguine got hit i think if sanguine existed at one i think the deck is perfectly functioning like i think the deck is good it's just not as good if that makes sense which is, I guess, kind of the point. No, it absolutely um, does. Like, it forces you to play the uh, again, same the as white, you, I can't remember the, the white other elixir or whatever it is, and the black oh, yeah. elixir. Yeah, either way, one of the elixirs, right? The the freaking African American elixir. Um, <laughs> we'll play that one. Uh, no, anyways. Uh, yeah. So the white or black elixir, whatever the the one is that's like playable, you put that one in. Yeah. And you're good to go. Uh. I think in most situations, in most game states, you're going to be setting up with Sanguine first, obviously, and then you just follow it up mm -hmm. with the Black Eldlixir. And then I think functionally, the matchup doesn't change as much. Obviously, there's different things that 
will happen, but I think for the most part, Eldritch wouldn't change as much. Or wouldn't have a huge like form it wouldn't have a huge impact on how the deck functions in the format. Uh yeah. I hate the idea of cursed Eldland going to one because that's it's that just bullshit they opened a one of factor again. Like youth your opponent opening Eldland already feels kind of bad because there's no way to search it and it's just the three of. And right, it's like if they open fair, it if they open the one of holy fuck you feel <laughs> terrible. And that's what I that's mean. Fair. I hate I mean, the card is good enough to be to be to warrant a ban. Yeah. No, like if curse I, Eldland I just, I just don't think. Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think if Cursed Eldland went to zero and your argument was it does too much for its respective archetype, I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. I'd agree. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree that it's at that power level to warrant that, but I would agree that if you do think that way, then it should be banned, not limited. Right. Fair enough. This was this is on my, my Konami list. Yeah. Um, I didn't have it anywhere on my own list. Would would Konami uh, put Eldland to one? Fucking rights they will. Oh, and it's going to feel bad. Absolutely they would. Yeah. <laughs> I know one of the cards that I haven't won is, uh, for the Konami list, is Tanky. Yeah, ta yeah. that's... Oh, that, that's on your Konami list? Okay. Well, like, Zoo's, Zoo is currently doing enough that I think that Konami would warrant a small hit on them. And I don't think they would want to hit any of the monsters, or they're obviously not going to hit Bar like they won't hit Barrage. They're not going to hit Zeus. The only logical thing is hit their consistency and take away the Tanky. I think Tanky has a huge like target on its back because it's legacy support for newly released archetype, and they can hit Tanky right. without stifling current product sales. Yeah, the, I was going to sort of defend your decision on Tanky as well, just in regards to the fact that, like, Tri-Brigade, it, it's a new deck, it's a yeah. popular deck, and ever-growing in popularity. The Literally, the only Tri-Brigade right now I can search is it's Fractal. Fractal, yeah. 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 Like, and, I mean, chances we, are you're going to get to Fractal anyway. Yeah. Like, the argument, of course, is there for it being bad, because, like, it is such a powerful card, it searches such a wide array of monsters that's getting to the point where, like, possibly just as strong as Rhoda. It's not as strong as Rhoda. Again, yeah. But again, like it's Konami. They're not going to ban it when it's direct support for cards that they're printing. They'll limit it just to like, curve its power, but they still right. want like reason for people to play their cards. So I'm back, and I can only assume we're talking about Tanky. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Tanky to one. We're just going over yeah, well, their sense. respective lists on what they think is a potential one of. Yeah. Um, this is purely for me. I know Cody's not going to agree with it. If not I Colossus, go it, fuck yourself. I know in my heart of heart it's wrong, but I want Colossus back. Shut the I like fuck it. up. Colossus no. is a huge problem. <laughs> That's a huge problem. But we've, I want uh, it. we've gone into a couple of heated debates in our like Regina group chat. Uh, Dana is also an advocate. Uh, shout out to Dana, by the way, uh, for Colossus to come back to one. Okay, this is why I love Dana. This is why you Dana can is tell like Dana, and I will tell Nick. They're both wrong. <laughs> That's what Ryan and I have been saying as well. It's yeah. it's not mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I need it's, to get Dana uh, on this podcast now. 
by by itself in a vacuum, it is a you know, quote unquote searchable mistake on legs with a big booty that has its own protection. Oh um, no! Like expanding I beyond am... that vacuum, we have the Nemesis cards that let any deck play Colossus. Oh my god! I can't wait. I am not. <laughs> I can't, it should not come back, but I just want it back. Mm-hmm. It's my uh, favorite. One, card. one of one of the points that I've heard from several people now is you you know. Not every deck can play this Nemesis. Are you are you kidding me? Every lip any deck. Every, any deck can yeah. play Nemesis. Oh, I will I will literally play the Nemesis engine in VW so I can summon a Colossus. Oh yeah, I'm I'm starting not? my Dragoon turn by summoning Colossus and then Dragoon with it. Like you can't search yeah. no. <laughs> I will play You can bet your ass I'm gonna be abusing the shit out of two copies of Malicious. Yo, oh, I will be playing a one of gold sarcophagus just to make sure my nemesis is live to summon Colossus. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. All right, let's get past and Colossus. It's, it's your good. your meme suggestion. Anyways. We're done Give with me the memes. Colossus. No, fuck Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> another card I can see them bringing back to one. Uh, them being Konami is Electromite. No. Yep. You're what? You guys are crazy. No, no, no. no not, not because I, I, want, it I back. want it back. I think Konami. <laughs> I think hey, Konami I... wants it back because they're going to be printing a pendulum deck in D bag. <laughs> Konami's special, but they're not drinking that much Kool Aid. You guys are crazy. There's no way. <laughs> Dude, they brought back Snatch Steel. They'll yeah. bring back Electrum. And it got hit immediately. You know what card's infinitely more true. abusable than Snatch Steel? Electromite. Yeah. No, I mean, actually, do you really want Triff Gaming to like go wild even more so than he does there, now? No kind way. of. Kind of. Like, <laughs> I would. He might I'd be, be uh, a bit of an eccentric individual, but he's a pretty good player. I'll give him that. He is. Kate. Okay, yes, he's I love okay. Triff Gaming, but like, I. <laughs> how can you like have Colossus and Electromay? I don't think there's actually like any card that I think is like a bigger issue than Colossus than. Electromite. You're so crazy. Yeah, Electromite <laughs> is obviously I just... like I agree with Nick in that it's not what I want. It's what I think Konami will. Some uh, people just want to watch said, the world burn, Cody. And that's that is Konami. I'm pretty sure you guys must um, think Konami is ran by literal monkeys. It is. Sometimes, yes. No, the the, the counterpoint is that with uh, the advent of Blazing Vortex. Why wouldn't they have unbanned Electromite on the previous list? So it's, eh, who knows? We'll see. I can understand the angle of if they really want to force that new Do Re Mi chord archetype. There you go. Yeah. But even then, that's a that's a far reach. I don't know. I don't know if I can sign off on that one. What do you think about Harpoor to one? That's yeah, let's do interesting. It. Like, I could see it happening. That's on my list, actually. I would like it at one, just because like, it gives Orcus that little power boost where I think it could start being a bit more relevant I think, again. I think Harpoor well, going it's to... not a little power boost. I think Harpoor going to it's one a... instantly makes that deck tier one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like uh, well, not even debatable. I don't know about I... tier one. No, I think that really? deck, yes, Harpoor being at one brings that deck up to VW Drytron levels. Okay. Interesting. So good thing I've been investing in Orcus stuff. Um... <laughs> what what about Harpoor lets that deck 
like boosted that deck's power so the much. biggest Har issue Harpor is what gets the deck yeah, going. The biggest issue it's, that deck had was at inefficient ways of getting a second body on field. Exactly. Like right now, what it has is like a dozen or fifteen normal summons that if they get stopped, your turn is over. Um, but say you have you have a way to dump Harpor into the grave uh, on top on. of exactly it turns the deck on full power full steam ahead harpoor is so ridiculous that back when mermaid was still around if you just pitched harpoor for the nightmare people half the time would just say oh fuck it okay well he's caught another extender anyways just let mermaid resume. exactly it doesn't matter yeah yeah, Fair yeah harp, harp is very strong and i mm. i wouldn't mind it one there's very few cards that single-handedly break or not break, because like Orcus is already a tier two option right now with what it does. Mm -hmm. That yeah. Harpor is just like I want to look at like it's. <sighs> Fuck, uh, I'm trying to think of like what in the list of random banned cards. It's Harpor does for Orcus what like Monkey Board does for Performer Pels. Like it's just that one card that if they got it back. It just, mm -hmm. it completely, you know, skyrockets the deck's viability. Yeah, it, it finishes the circle. Yeah. Right. I don't know, Monkey Board is probably a bad example, but, like, that's an idea. <laughs> monkey Board, I mean, mm. Monkey Board, a lot of the, the performer pals do more or less the same thing. Monkey Board is a unique factor, even. A... Yeah. So I have, like, for my ideal mm -hmm. card that I would want to come back. Yeah. And this is, like, a recent one. And after that much thought about it, I don't see, like, it, it, it probably could have a lot of problems, but not necessarily. Title? Really? Title back to one. I think Title's the Title over biggest, Blaster? I think Title's the worst offender for Dragon Rulers. I think, like, you could yeah, argue maybe I would say maybe Blaster, Redox, then Redox, no, then no. Title. Like, Title and Redox, to me, are about the same power level, but yeah. that power level is so much higher than Tempest and Blaster. Yeah, I think there's a yeah. nuance on if Redox is better or worse than <laughs> Tidal, but, like, it's very clearly at, like, yeah, like, reasonably banned. I don't know if yeah. I can so, see like, I don't. I don't card. think... Like, I have Blaster on my list of, of come back to one. Um, I wasn't even picturing Tidal or Redox anytime no. soon. Like the thing with like the thing with Blaster is it's it's a two card pop and like there's so many you know what's you know what's really it's strictly a worse effect? Eldritch it's literally worse Eldritch thank you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that like makes it no, even terrible is that it's a dragon yeah I could I could tell you right now Blaster can come back to three and nothing changes yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, what I another reasoning that I have behind Blaster coming back to one is that uh, Dragon Ruler is coming back directly supports the the new armed dragons. Yep. No, I you know I, I ship it. Yeah, I'm down. Fuck it. Let's make armed dragons meta again. Right. Do they already play the Tempest or? Of course. Yeah. I'm sure they play Tempest. It actually has like the support for. Like, Tempest is the literal yeah. arm dragon support. Yeah. yeah. Level 7, it's wind, it's dragon. They're all winds, they all trigger yeah. off being discarded by a dragon. They're level 7. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't think of the, the, uh, the, 
baby wind dragon ruler's name, but lightning. Um, lightning. Thank you. Uh, that's also direct support for arm dragon. Oh shit! We can play lightning. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, what else? Uh, I guess speaking of dragons, uh, I do potentially have with a question mark, I've got Destrudel. No, 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 uh, why? Uh, no, um, why? I just it's, it's too much I don't of feel an, like a card, it's such a generic enabler for so many different things. I would only agree. Because it's half a needle fiber and half an LP combo, but like the argument I have is like quick launch is just better. Right. (laughs) Funny you mentioned quick launch. launch. That's on my list as well. Oh, quick launch is a fucking problem. Quick launch needs to get better. But but like (laughs) the strudel back is. I also have see for like a deck that already has so many redundant ways to make their combos like why give them something else i don't think right so to put this to put this into perspective on my list i have like lp getting banned with the question mark i've got distrudo coming back to one with the question mark and i have quick launch to one like we don't have ancient fairy dragon anymore i don't know if like i don't know if distrudo actually changes all that much to the point where I think the current incarnation of Dragon Link, that's like got Dragon Maids and shit in it, that's like trying to do this half measures control bullshit, is like, mm-hmm. would they even play Destrudo? Probably because it's Destrudo, but like, I don't all, think all any... it is is an additional Dragon Extender. Yeah, I don't it's think more Dragon redundant. Link is like, in what world is Dragon Link fiending and desperately wanting Destrudo back and not looking at the Arm Dragon Etelly card that just got announced and not also playing that? Yeah, I'm waiting for that to drop a few, a couple more bucks before I pick them up. Buckle right, away. like, if that Arm Dragon card didn't get you all hot and bothered, I don't think Destrudo is going to get your panties in a bunch. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what about Quick Launch, though? Oh, that card's fucking broken. I've got it going to one. They need to free my girl. Quick Launch at three when E-Telly is at one. Okay, I... How fucking dare they, Okay. I top like <laughs> I top like three events with Cosmo and they just right. have to fuck me forever. Like, how dare they? I don't know why they do it's me. It's your like fault, this. Cody. It is literally it's my your fault. fault. I make one joke yeah. meme fucking deck profile on YouTube and they're like, fuck that kid in particular. Yep. <laughs> and you took that personally. No. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't care. Whatever. They called what do you guys Toby think about Roulette? Toby Roulette. Oh yeah. <laughs> True. That was funny. Uh, what do you guys think of Magical Meltdown? Magical Meltdown? Uh, don't touch yeah. it. No, don't touch it. I, for purely personal reasons, please don't touch my info. <laughs> yeah. So that, that... I feel like if you touch a card like Magical Meltdown, yeah. you gotta touch a card like Hidden City at the same time. Oh, I think like, that's a completely different decks. argument. The reason Is why... Yeah, because Hidden City and how that interacts with the whole control dynamic of Guru is different than how Meltdown it caters to a, like how invoked plays because like the invoke dynamic is you play, you know, a, B, C, D engines to further your game plan. And like your mm-hmm. a, B and C is just infinite more copies of Alistair. So like, as soon yeah, it's as a one, a two and a three. Yeah. So as soon as you start changing, like 
how much of this you can play, then you start having to play supplementary engines. But the reason why Invoked is even good is that you don't need to play those supplementary engines to make Invoked good. You've got seven copies of Alistair, yeah. So, like, that's awkward. Like, <coughs> do I think Meltdown is the play? I think, like, it would be... Like, the way that you efficiently hit that deck to make an actual noticeable impact is you hit Alistair. But if you hit Alistair, then that cripples so much. I think that much. does too much damage. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So it's it's such a weird fine line. I just think Invoked has existed too long and has been too good at what it does for so long that I don't see how Konami doesn't hit it. And I think they, they fucking that's, go that's nuclear exactly with it. That's exactly why it's on my list here. I think yeah. they hit Alistair. Um, I think they go nuclear. Not that I agree with it, but I think that's be. their result. That could be. Just to get it out. Yeah. Like, as as somebody that plays like a lot of Invoked and like other fusion-based decks where I would put in, like Alistair in the deck... I would personally rather see them hit Alistair Meltdown, just because the Meltdown is still my way to get to Alistair. Right. Plus it has the added bonus of like me being able to go Shadal Fusion and not actually care about anything. I that fucking was, uh, hate that, that was, interaction. I was gonna bring that back. That's what I mean. I was gonna bring that up is would a meltdown still be the better one to hit just because that interaction's a thing? Like cards that don't allow your opponent to play Yu-Gi-Oh are a problem. Yes, kind of, because like I hate the passive effect of meltdown, because obviously that like limiting interaction is a problem. But yeah. the issue I have, if you went that route, is it functionally changes nothing for how invoke plays. Yeah, it it, it just changes it to be a luck factor then, because then you're like oh. Well, he drew his Alistair, that's fine, he has three. But if he draws the Meltdown, it's like, well, fuck, he has one Meltdown. Now I can't even stop the fusion. Whereas if Alistair exists at three and Meltdown's at one, people can realistically say, oh, well, I can just stop the fusion summon. But if they open the Meltdown, fuck it, I got sacked. Mm. Fair enough. But what about hitting Terraforming? Uh, I, I don't think they ever yeah. will. I think terraforming's in this like weird spot that Rhoda's in, where it's just it's like uh, yeah, exactly. It's a time capsule of how Yu-Gi-Oh used to be, and they'll just always have it as the hey, new archetype is good. You know what is always the glue that makes every fucking new archetype work? Let's just make a f broken field spell, and we don't have to worry because <laughs> everyone's got terraforming, so you have four copies of your new broken glue that makes your deck work. Unless you're playing Abyss and your field spells absolute fucking Okay, well, don't be greedy. Even War Rock has got a decent field spell, right? Yeah, and I couldn't get one. It's bullshit. Yeah. I don't think they hit terraforming. If they did, I don't, either. I don't think that changes really anything. But, like, I mm -hmm. think it's just like a time capsule of how Yu-Gi-Oh! was. Um, do you think they hit anything in Dogmatica? Yes, 100%. I had the like, Servants at the 1. Yeah, me too. I, I think hitting Nadir Servant is a key component because that card is just way too broken. I mean, like, if we're hitting every other Rota effect, right? Because we're hitting Tanky, uh, Rota's at one. See, uh, and that's the thing. Like it's that. a... And then Nadir Servant not only is a Rota, but it's also, like, a salvage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's, it's a, a strictly better Rota. It's a schism. Yeah. No, okay. You get a Shadal schism yeah. for free. I was telling Nikolai, my new theory for playing Dogmatica is saying, fuck the Dogmaticas. Those cards suck. I'm going to play Nadir Servant. 
For, and I'm going to play three Nadir Servant, one Ecclesia. I'm not actually going to play any other fucking Dogmatica cards because they're all bricks and they suck. But you know what Nadir does? Is it goes, I'm going to get to dump, dump Shadal, add Schism, pitch that useless Ecclesia. I got a Schism with a target engrave yeah. off one card. This card is broken. Yep. Sure. Yep. Um, but why not Punishment? When, what, what about Punishment? What? No, 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 I mean, like, why wouldn't you play Punishment? Because it's a brick. Oh. Oh, me being a combo player, I would never play Punishment. No, like, obviously I'm being, a, I'm being a fucking snarky asshole. Punishment's a fucking good card. But, like... It's a good card, but... But like it's, it, it, you... in the in the name of self-containing your combos and just like having a consistent schism and you don't need the punishment, you just get schism. Play like, Nadir gets schism. Yeah, the reason why VW and Drytron are tier one right now is because they're playing a bunch of cards that say go, and cards that are needed for that go. Right. Uh, if you're bricking with decks that use Nadir, and you're playing more than one punishment. And you're playing Fleur de Lis, like you're asking to break. See, no, no, I, I wouldn't play Fleur de Lis. Right Why not? Now. I think that cards. Like you I can, ar you can argue Fleur is maybe a little underwhelming in this current format because Valor type effects aren't that catch-all good. But like, how can you argue that Dogmatica should play Punishment and also not set up the Fleur de Lis play? Oh, for the sole fact that Flutter Elise needs so much more in order to be viable. Like, you need to be able to have that Ecclesia on board, which, I mean, sure, you're, there's a high chance of that happening. But you also need there to be an extra deck monster um, to uh, to capitalize on that as well. And, I mean, punishment is just punishment. It's one card, it takes a card out. Like, you send a nothing card, like, it, it's a free pop a card. It can be a free pop two cards. I think right. for as much reason that you want to discredit Fleur de Lis, you could say the same thing about Punishment. Because there's a lot of reasons why Punishment's not the most catch-all good trap right now. Same thing could be said about Fleur de Lis. I think they both have pros and cons. I just think, in my opinion, in a vacuum, Punishment's better. And I would always want to put Punishment over Fleur de Lis in my deck. I think I hate when people just say in a vacuum. It's like, yeah, if you're comparing one card that does something specific to another card that does something completely <laughs> different, this one's better. It's like that's not how you compare apples and oranges. But like, yeah, there's nuances to both. But I hate it when people say mm -hmm. Fleur is just a brick and needs so much to be good, whereas Punishment's just always good when that's not the case. My favorite thing is when somebody goes Dogmatica effect, add Punishment set punishment i'm like red eyes fusion and they're like true yeah. carry on <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah this uh, wasn't gonna do anything anyway though no but Fine, you know one of them anyway but you know what you can do you can go okay when you summon red eyes fusion i go uh ice dragon's prison and then i negate and then you chain floor that did way fucking more than your punishment ever did so like there's nuances <laughs> to it but that, that, I mean, like, that, that's in a scenario where you would need to have the other card in order to make that happen. Yeah, but at least I, I mean, could like, activate it. That's comparing two cards to one card. strike face down, it would have been done the same thing. Mm, sure, strike and IDP. Like, at least I can do it. Because I can activate IDP, and when they change your goons, I cannot chain punishment. 
No, because it can't be targeted. Exactly. All right. Fair enough. All right. All right. Next card. <laughs> I have nothing else. Like, the one card I was hitting out of Dogmatica was Nadir Servant, because I think that card is just busted. Yep. Um. But beyond that, there's no other card in that deck that is broken. I think everything else in that deck is fair, and that's it. I, okay. Just as, like, a little side thing. Obviously, we agree Nadir, but is Nadir too fresh to get hit? Oh, Rise of the um, Duelist is what, like, seven, eight months old? Rise of the Duelist? No, Rise of the Duelist was just at the end of summer, I remember, because it was my birthday weekend and I, like, snap picked up all the, like, droplets and tactics and stuff like that. Um, I think it's what now? It's been about six? No, just shy of six months? It'll be about six months come March, right? That it's been... That now. puts it in September. No matter what your guys' answer was, it's kind of a gray area just because COVID kind of makes timelines really yeah. wonky. Yeah, which, yeah. yeah, exactly. So my point being so, is, like, is that weird, you know, kind of been out for a bit, but not really because of COVID? Does that mean they're really going to want to hit? Like, realistically... I don't think they'd want to hit it based purely on the fact that it's been less than a year and we can't forget it's about not Megatons. It's a problem, we, problem card. We also can't forget about Megatons. True. Like, mm. printing Nadir in the Megaton is a, like, is a, it's a money grab. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Like, again... They could hit it to one, but I I honestly don't see them. It could be like the OCG and hit it to two. Oh yeah, because that fucking makes some fight. God fucking yeah. <laughs> Let's just make it slightly uh, worse, but like yeah. not really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't have anything else for limited. I like my limited list was short. I wasn't really thinking about anything to take off the ban list other than firewall, just because. I yeah, don't like, I've I've got a few time. things on there, but they're honestly yeah. not really worth mentioning. The um, only thing I had coming off of the band was Mercedes, but like that's arguably had, a card that can stay banned. Yeah, I had Stalio on there as well, um, but got to give I, this, got to give Salad like maybe something. Why? Yeah, well, and if you're bringing die. back Stalio, then you you know arguably have to bring back Party Boat and Konami hates wind up. Oh, so. give me party boats. I no. party. Oh, <laughs> why are you, why are people so desperate to make salad good? Fuck salad. No, I, I, honestly, I don't care about I salad don't anymore. Fucking... Friends don't boat. make friends with salad. Stop trying to make salad a good deck. <laughs> I want I want Zen Mighty now. I forgot about that card. Band Hunter give me the party boat. The only reason I don't want party boat is so that, like I'd go party boat into wind up rabbit. Can you full wind up loop off of thing? If we have party boat, off of what? Off of like a rank three off of thing. Yeah. Like if you shark, yeah, if you magician shark, reasons, you have, don't we? yeah, you have everything right. If we have if we have carrier, yeah, magician shark's sure. full hand loop, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they yeah OCG no, left like if, party boat alone and they banned hunter. Yeah, if if we get bags and mighty, they have to ban. Yeah. Yeah, I want we, it for the memes. We can't that sounds those. fun. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, 
Um, I did also have Skullcrabat Joker and Plushfire as like quote unquote honorable mentions. No, I don't think Plushfire, but Joker, I agree with. Yeah, Joker. It's it's only on normal summon. It, without yeah. Monkey Board, it doesn't do fucking everything. That's gonna be an, that would be an interesting like situation with how Master Rule like four point five works. Like if we had like the ghetto remnants of uh oh I lost my Discord. You guys are gonna hear this on my end, I think. All right, I'm back. Excellent. Yeah. All right, anyways. Perfect. What I was saying is uh that's gonna be one of the outtakes. It'll be interesting <laughs> to hear or to see what the format would evolve into or if it would have any effect whatsoever if we had some broken shell of old school pepe come back off the list like if we had plush fire and joker for example come off the list both just the three how do pendulum mm -hmm. decks evolve truly what, uh, what, what avenues does that open like yeah. what are you doing with plush fire right what are you doing with with joker mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i'm sure uh steven trifonofsky would have a heyday yeah, like with those two without Electromite. Like, what's that one <laughs> card? The uh, the Draco face off. Like Draco oh, face off is still yeah, at Draco one. Face -off. Yeah, yeah, it's still at one. Last Which three, I, though. Draco face off cannot argue... exist at more than one. By the way, because Draco face off is an insane Etelli quick launch replacement. If yeah, it yeah, was at I three. agree. It can it can stay at no, one. That, with that can't come back. But, like, if that was at three in some weird hypothetical with Joker and stuff, like, does Pendulum just become mm -hmm. some insane super full combo deck? I it don't would know. be a very interesting deck. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that's uh, that's the last of my limits. Same. I have one card that I think Konami can bring back as a semi-limit. Mm -hmm. Because they're weird like that. I think they could bring back Trickstar Light Stage to two. Just to test it. Because I think that's what they've been using the uh, semi-limited for. It's like this, like a that's limited... exactly what they've been using the semi-limited. Yeah, like they put a limited card there to see if it does anything, and if it doesn't, put it onto the unlimited. That's, that's their quarantine spot. zone. He's dying. Yeah, apparently my connection sucks. Alright, people are going to hear this in the outtakes. outtakes. My Discord uh, is still recording for me right now, so I'm going to see if I can fix this. And you guys are just going to be hearing my voice with no background. Uh, maybe my connection sucks. And if so, I guess I'll be taking us out of this episode by myself. Uh, no one's going to be hearing this part. Except me and Jordan. He might cut this out, we'll see. Does my connection suck? Let's take a look, see. Oh, it does. Shoot. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I am going to pull out my phone, maybe? Nope. Okay, we're good. Maybe. Anyways, this has been an interesting conversation so far. People have been hearing my insight into how the ban list should work, as opposed to a lot of my specific hits. But I wonder how many people actually agree with me. Uh, and of course, I'm trying to log back into Discord to salvage this podcast, and it's not even loading. There we go. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. Hello? All right. Hello? All right. Hello? I...
I think semi-limiting is a stupid concept. Like, yeah, semi-limiting a card outside of, like, malicious is pointless. <coughs> yeah. Like, it's it doesn't change... Like, it doesn't, in my opinion, change your uh, statistics on seeing the card enough that it would matter. Versus, mm-hmm. like... But like I said, I think Konami's just using the... Uh, semi-limited as a testing ground to see if people want to like play cards more. Yeah, and everything on my semi-limited list is literally that. Yeah. What cards do you like, think are going to hit the semi-limit list then? I'm going to find it. Uh, I've got a Beatrice with a four, five question marks beside it. Um, I feel like she like, just go back to three. I agree. Like, I... <sighs> I sort of agree too. Like the, I don't like. I sort of had this discussion with Ryan. Uh, the decks that play Beatrice are. Well, I shouldn't say that. Like BA, for example. Um, chances are, they would play more than one, and at that point, it's not really a problem. Um, until we see some sort of dank, rank six combo that involves Beatrice and Curious or whatever. Then maybe because Beatrice, just like Curious, is a card that could just gets stronger with time as more powerful cards come out, obviously. Uh, so it's that's uh-huh. why I put the question marks on there. There's this weird like interaction, which why you could potentially not have Beatrice on more than one, where like mm-hmm. very dedicated rank three, like Phantom Knight abuse type decks, they splash in the small. BA engine, right, to facilitate Cherubini and stuff. But, like, yep. what changes when you do that play and then you do a mild pivot somewhere in the combo, I'm not saying a specific line, but something that is involving going into Dante and then when you make a link further in the turn, you do Seer bringing back Dante, Dante and then yep. Dante getting back the Seer, and then you just bump it up Beatrice. into a Beatrice and then when you set up your follow-up, you then, in some capacity, use Dante to get back the Seer again. And then, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's probably too many hoops for you to jump through to make it worthwhile. But, like, I can see mm-hmm. how there's some kind of semi-efficient loop there. But, mm-hmm. like, Yu-Gi-Oh's yeah, built like around bullshit like that. Sure. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh's like, built around as, bullshit as as... loops, so I don't know. Maybe it's good enough. Yeah, I mean, as far as efficiency he goes that's extremely efficient you're making you're getting a lot of um not necessarily a lot of disruption but a lot of advantage over just making that dante mm-hmm. um but with like the 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 pk deck that i'm playing now for example like i'm not even playing dante uh literally the only rank threes i'm playing are gossip shadow levier and breaksword yeah so uh, obviously you would one. have to cater your deck to that line of play right and that means you're taking away from yeah other you know avenues right but even so if that was like maybe yeah but even if that was like optimal and ideal is that really that toxic is it really that harmful i don't think so no That's i don't think so fine. either absolutely not yeah um if anything i would like if i were playing against the deck i would rather face off against a recurring or a beatrice with a recurring dante seer loop than a four material dark requiem Xyz dragon yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> What else do you have on there? Um, this one's just for me. I have a hero lives. Again, just for me. 
No. Um, I mean, that I would have agreed with you a little while. Like, sold my. I heard episode. you sold your heroes. Oh, for a tidy profit, it was great. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Um, um, a more realistic one I do have on here is Danger Suchinoko. Yeah, um, all the dangers can be a three. Out of. Yeah. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. I don't think Konami agrees, but um, as far as Suchinoko goes specifically, it is the worst one out of the three limited dangers. Uh, and it also happens to be a reptile to coincide with Lightning Over. I 100% but agree. But they're all upstart goblins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, okay, so to to follow up on something you said earlier, though, a hero lives being at three causes some damage that people don't really appreciate. Again, I, I might be going off on my tier 5 garbage, but if I have <laughs> a hero interested. lives at 3, the bullshit shenanigans you can do with a hero lives... Like, you know what I want to do with that? I want a hero lives Prisma out of my deck and then dump stupid fusion materials. Like, to being able to do that for free... Like, if I have a hero lives and overload fusion... I can dump Cyber Dragon and then overload the Prisma and the Cyber Dragon on my graveyard for Rampage. And then I can use Rampage to dump an A and a B. And I just normal summon the C and then make a fucking Platinum Gadget. And then, I don't know. There's some stupid shit. I don't know where I'm going with this. Stop, but, I can only get so right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm getting real hot and bothered with, with some serious Tier 5 shenanigans. But like, I'm just saying, there's there's options. There's things you can do with the hero lives if it existed more than one. So I yeah, don't I like agree. the idea of that. Do you yeah. think Upstart Goblin will come no, back? No, 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 no. I fucking no, hope no. Upstart comes back to three. I that card should be a three. Like, it it won't. It, and I don't think Upstart will ever come back to three because in Konami's eyes, it limits deck building, which they are 100 percent true. You cannot play 40. <laughs> And say it's correct, and not just play 39, and you know de facto 37 if if it was at three. Patrick Hoban yeah. taught us you need to be playing three upstarts, and he's not wrong, regardless of Math. your opinion of him. But I would love it if people played upstart in like this format where Droll is actually a relevant card. You know the yeah, reason exactly. why upstart like, first thing you do is upstart, upstart goblin, and then oh. Yeah, the reason why Upstart's not yeah. uh, not making everything 39 cards is because Droll exists. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many games I played um, against Nikolai, and he's playing VW, and he his first thing is just Pot of Prosperity, right? Typical start for a VW player. And I Droll him, just every fucking time. And his turn just sucks now, because he used what's a, just a decent consistency card to get him going, and Droll just stopped a deck that traditionally can play through a droll i would love to yep. upstart decks like that... you only you only need one in archetype search in that deck well like the yeah. argument i have is that their their turn one always every single time involves kanglong and lulu so being able to stifle mm-hmm. one is pretty big exactly it cuts the combo in half essentially yeah yeah being able to stifle both by hitting like a pot is big business what else do you have a semi-limited there, Stove? Uh, I've got Zodiac Dryadent. Um, again, it, like it could maybe be a three, but that's not how Konami works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already discussed Zodiac Dryadent, so I'll move on to Call by the Grave. And again, I really don't agree with Call by the Grave being at anything than zero or three. 
It should be at three. Yeah, Call by the Grave should be at three. Um, Yeah. I'm almost of the opinion it should be at zero. But, like, if it's one of them, it needs to be It has to be one or the other. Yeah. I'd I'd rather play out a game accounting for the three of Call by the Grave than guessing if my opponent plays a one of them. Shout out. Our favorite little Winnipeg, you know, madman, Rafi. I've never seen somebody. He has. He's playing Yu-Gi-Oh, like five D fucking backgammon. Okay, because this dude's playing Yu-Gi-Oh with skill cards, like he's playing speed duels and shit. Yo, that boy has because his fucking his, his he has a card off to the side. It's called Speed Duel. Raffi's bullshit, and its effect is open with Called by the Grave while playing Drytrons, and that's his Ooh. fucking special ability. And no, that that boy's got magnets in his fingers and called by just puts to the top. No, he did some my Valentine shit. He sprayed it with some fucking axe body spray, and he just smells <laughs> his call. He smells his fucking called by the grave, and that's he always has it. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, he got sacked hard yesterday at a locals. Oh, did he? Good. Got drolled and then didn't make it. So. Oh, fuck! He didn't top. No man. Oh my he god. Didn't flip his skill card. I'm supposed to be on a three versus three team with them. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> just just I kidding. I love you. Yeah. Well, no, uh, you're not on three versus three. I'm still on it with them. No. I want the next one. Yeah, you, you can do you. <laughs> what else you got calling. there, Stove? That's all I've got for semi limits. I hate the semi It's time for the. Mm-hmm. It's time for the unlimited. I, I honestly, Lens. I have That's nothing. That's literally my smallest worst. I have, I have nothing. several things. Really? Oh, gosh. I got... Okay, well, my, mine's short, so I'm going to go first. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Literally all I have is Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon. I love it. Well, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's going on. How did you... What? <laughs> Yeah, but that's all I got. It, it's it's errata. You can only summon it with its own effect once. You can only use its effect once. It's. I yeah, don't think you've I mean, ever played. Obvious it reasons you play. You can play it at three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> I I would like to preface this. Oh. I hate. He's always got some bullshit. True, I hate true Draco. <laughs> I do not like that deck. You're not bringing diagram but, to three. No. Okay. Dynamite and True King's Return to three. <laughs> oh shit! No, I did have those on the list. I had True King's Return on the list. Yeah, I think it's uh... safe to bring Dynamite back. I think it's safe to bring True King's Return. Okay, so I went on this tirade before in one of our previous episodes about how True King functionally is very similar to like how VW and Drytron are in the sense that they play on like a different axis of Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's yeah. like not fun. The reason why you, nobody enjoyed playing against True Draco is because you had to accommodate for every bullshit control and combo they strategy. They played their own game. But True Draco was just like Herder, Tribute Traps, Floodgate, right? And it was just not like Yu-Gi-Oh. It was like you were playing against a Pokemon deck with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> it was just not like Yu-Gi-Oh. So it didn't feel fun and intuitive. But saying that, True Draco has obviously been power crept all hell. The game's so mm-hmm. different since Masterpiece and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying Masterpiece can yeah. go back, just Dynamite and Case Return. Saying that, though, I don't know if I want a meta where 
the like that's an option. A standard turn one is like dynamite setting up a true king's return, and then them just having this really awkward bullshit like floodgate battle with some lingering twenty five hundred beater. Like I don't know. Maybe that's just so fucking power crept that it doesn't matter. But like, I can see a world where it's basically like Guru on steroids. Yeah, maybe. That's fair. I've been playing this uh, Matt. Shout out to Matt uh, back in our loose jaw there. Uh, he showed me this list. It's like true Draco Eldritch, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I started playing it, and the, the the nifty little interactions, like you know, activating Cursed Eldland. Uh, you know, doing the thing, attributing that for a true Draco. Uh, so you're essentially going like plus two. Um, all of the, well, not all of them, but the Conquistador and Joaquero yep. are continuous traps that you contribute over. Mm-hmm. Um, that deck, like the the biggest problem with that deck that I've been playing with is that there's only seven true Draco monsters that I can. Yeah, and that sounds like a lot, but like opening two is ideal. Like you want to start with Majesty Maiden and a trap, so that you can search a monster and then summon it during your opponent's turn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think having two extra Dynamite Knights would actually make that deck kind of. And again, it's, it's pretty niche, but it would make it kind of scary. Yeah, like I can't say I know from first-hand experience. I don't know how it would evolve. Like that sounds like a deck mm-hmm. that has just one too many synergies and like overlaps that it all yeah. of a sudden becomes an actual relevant strategy uh exactly like i don't know who knows say sanguine gut does go to one right and that's the significant hit everyone goes with but dynamite goes to yeah. three maybe that's actually just the newest version of Eldritch. it's just dynamite Not gonna lie, i did pick up my true draco core yeah like <laughs> oh my god i could be completely off base but i'm not trying to say this as like cody's like for sure thing gonna happen like maybe i don't know sounds kind of cool. no for sure uh... and obviously like diagram being as broken as it is it does the exact same thing it can as the same thing as Zodiac, like the issue with the uh, the Cursed Eldland is using it and then getting it off the field. Yeah. And the Drew Draco just has multiple inherent ways to do that. Yep. What else so. is on this list? Uh, I have Gold Stark to three. I don't think it's going to do anything. Yeah, sure. Yep. As long as Colossus uh, stays banned, I'm I'm with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh no, no. This is the other the assumption. That- I'm I'm realistic with this. Yep. Uh, <laughs> called by should go to three mm-hmm. or yep. banned, like we talked about before. I'm of the opinion that yep. called by should be banned, not just because it should be banned or at three, and I'm just flip flopping and trying to be the contrarian <sighs> here. But I don't like the idea that you can play hand traps, which are fundamentally bricks, and causes inconsistencies but is a necessary evil in Yu-Gi-Oh! and you can still be punished for playing them because your opponent had called by the grave that's a pretty fair point like i yeah. i would rather it feels bad when yeah i would rather just have hand traps exist and you have to play through them and just have that interaction happen as opposed to having hand traps exist and then just having called by to blow them out every time so I'd rather call by just didn't happen. That's, That's fair. fair. Um, what else do I have on here? This one might be a weird one. I kind of want to see Sekka's light back at three. Yeah. Uh, 
I think I Sekka's... Like the... Okay, no, Sekka's light. I don't think there's a world where anybody can say Mystic Mine is a broken card, but then advocate for Sekka's light. I think you have to pick one or the other. You're either not okay with both those cards, or you're okay with both. And the reason why I'm picking specifically... I guess they're from the opposite ends of the spectrum. Right? Yeah, exactly. Playing... Sekka's Light, you cannot do anything about a Mystic Mind against you. It's more so that one caters to just the most herdery of combos, and one is the most degenerate, <laughs> don't care about your combo, right? It's literally the A, it's the Alpha and Omega of that spectrum. It's just like, yeah. you have to Fair enough. You have to acknowledge that if you're okay with Mystic Mind existing at three, then you're okay in a world where Sekka's Light is okay, because everyone's going to say, oh, well, you can't play back row blowouts like lightning storm and harpies right but does anyone remember what those decks evolved into Sekka's light decks were i played 37 monsters three Sekka's light and game two and three i side in nine back row hate cards and side out Sekka's yeah. light so like the yeah. whole argument of oh i can't play back row hate is like no that's not what matters because you're just going to side out Sekka's light anyways mm -hmm. yep i remember uh, playing I, I, like i don't Sekka's Light can be at 3, I don't care, I'm not playing it. Yeah, like, I remember when it was at 3, I was Dragon with Sekka's Light, and it was busted. I just want to play yeah, it again. Like, I found, like, so, like, my, the biggest deck I, I used to play Sekka's Light in was Mermail, and there's a lot of people who are advocating, like, if Sekka's Light comes back to 3, you're just playing 37 water plus or whatever, 37 monsters plus the 3 seconds late mermail. And I honestly, yeah. I, I can't actually think of a way I would want to do that anymore just because Pot of Prosperity exists as a card. Um, Seconds Light is good, right, for the decks that like just want to get that inherent advantage, draw two, and they, they don't have to worry about playing other cards and stuff like that. But for like most decks that need like a little more of a consistency boost and Prosperity adds that to it, I just don't feel like I want anything else so the argument there is obviously pot of prosperity like the operative word or operative thing is that pot of prosperity is so fucking good that pot of prosperity basically power crept every other consistency enabling card that's existed my yeah. counterpoint to that being is Sekka's light literally lets you spin dead cards and you draw three cards off of it like yeah. i don't see how you could like, how many people would trade, like, two or three cards out of their starting hand just to have Sekka's Light Effect? Like, if you're opening two monsters plus three cards, and you'd rather just have two monsters plus a Sekka's Light... Like, if you could play a deck with Sekka's Light, and you could guarantee, through fucking Yami Yugi stacking, that instead of drawing five cards, you drew three... But one of them was a Sekka's Light every time and when you went first. Like, would you take that trade? Every day. Yeah, so, like, if that's okay, <laughs> and if that, if you could argue that a three-card hand, including Sekka's Light, makes it still worthwhile to do, then how could you argue that you would play other cards over Sekka's Light? No, like, it's, it's that whole idea, like, Yu-Gi-Oh is, like, one of the few decks where you can't mulligan. Mm -hmm. I want a mulligan. All the time. If I can fix my hand even uh, like by one card, I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I I, I think 
Prosperity just does so much more. Prosperity is a very good card, but you have to go on the assumption. Like, if you're playing a 37 monster deck with Sekka's Light, you're more than likely playing a deck that is non-linear in its combos, and you're not necessarily looking for a singular piece, which is what Prosperity is getting you. You just want to draw gas. Exactly. Yeah. Like I play. I played Sekka's Light in Earth BA or Block Dragon BA, whatever you wanted to call it, and it was busted. And that deck literally did not have a single linear combo outside of like, you know, Cherubini and Graf. Um, Which in itself light. is like, like, yeah, like Cherubini sending Graf in and of itself. It, there's so many unlinear ways to get to it where, sure, Prosperity exactly. can get you to like, one piece. But like, yeah. at the same time, I can draw two and probably do the same thing. And the exactly. and chances are. are those decks cater to that, right? Those decks will cater to Sekka's yeah. Light being good for them over Prosperity, and I understand that, and that, that's a thing. But I think what people need to realize is that the deck needs to be able to cater to the card in order to have that happen. Um, whereas, like, there are certain decks that you just want that linear line to play because it's that good. And some people try to force Sekka's Light into something like that, and I still would rather have Prosperity. I... That's fair. You know a lot more like, about Mermails like, than I do. I think a world where Sekka's Light's at 3, I think there would be a Sekka's Light variant of almost every deck that could possibly use it. Because the yeah. card is actually that much better than Pot of Prosperity. Just by itself. Now, I think Mermails, I think it's debatable whether or not a typical Mermail list from right now versus one that had three Sekka's Lights better. I think you could argue that the, the Sekka's Light variant's better. But that's like a whole different I debate. I, I don't. But that, I, again, you're right, that is a different debate. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I think what's happening right now is you're kind of looking at Hot Prosperity versus Sekka's Light in a vacuum of males when as a whole... Like, it's hard to argue which one's better than the other. Like, they... In it of themselves, they're both advantage gaining cards, but they do it in different ways. As like Cody said, every deck that would play Pot of Prosperity would possibly have a version of the deck that play doesn't play Prosperity and just plays three Sekka's Light. Like I can see a Thunder Dragon variant playing Sekka's and a Pot like and a Thunder Dragon variant playing Pot of Prosperity. Yeah, but Thunder Dragon is another deck that can get away with playing 37 monster, 3 spell. Well, yeah, not we're not saying we're playing though. fucking Sekka's Light Eldritch. Like, obviously you're going to be playing, like, 37 yeah. monster decks. But yeah. I'm saying yeah. in a world where Sekka's Light exists, I think the more meta variant of Mermail would be the Sekka's Light one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. I don't know shit about Mermail. Like, you play Dragon Link, so if you had... Yep. Sekka's Light, would you not play a 37 dragon, 3-axis, Cherubini thing with Sekka's Light? Because I feel like I would no. be I would be abusing something like that. I, I'd, I'd tinker with it, just to check it out, but the literally, like, th triple World Legacy Guard Dragon, triple Chaos Space, um, and triple Quick Launch. That, that should say enough by itself. Well, I could, ar yeah, but like, you could argue that there's so many dragon extenders to fill the roles of the cards you cut. There are. Obviously, there's um, a different power level between something like Defrag Dragon and Quick Launch, but... Yeah, 
I think we're basically at the point now where we're just arguing that, or arguing the fact that with if Second Sight got unbanned, it would open up a lot of deck building possibilities for a lot of different decks. It, they might not it necessarily would, and it might be the cool best to see, version of but... the deck, but it'd be fun. Which, is that necessarily a bad thing? Probably not. No, that's exactly. a good thing for the game. I think that would be healthy for the game. I think it would be cool. Yeah. So yeah, bring back Second Sight. Let's go. Let's do it. What else do we have? Uh, yep. What's next, Nick? Um, let me check. No, no. I think that's it. That's all I have on my that's list. That's it? Yeah. I was going to say Gateway, but then I realized that'd be stupid. <laughs> Isn't Gateway at one right now? <laughs> yeah, Gateway's at one. I just sold my six Samurai Core. Why is Gateway not being abused right now? Do you need two of it to do the FDK? No. No, no you need a Gateway and I think a United. Really? You That's need so Gateway plus any other way to hold Bushido counters. Yeah, so... That isn't uh, Battle Shogun. Yeah, so United. That's United, Dojo, Temple of yeah. the Sixth works. I'm surprised that's not been some strategy that's topped events at some point in the last half a year. Hand traps? It's really brittle. Yeah, but yeah. like... No. Like it, it's more brittle than most. Like I, I've, I, I just had it simply for like playing solitaire with myself, um, and it was fun. Like when you were able to do the thing. Like I wasn't doing like the strict FTK, but I was doing like Naturia Beast, Barkion, S Zero, Four Material Appaloosa. <laughs> See, that sounds. Like <laughs> uh... <laughs> I tried to squeeze Exterio in there, but couldn't make it consistently. Yeah. But. Uh... No, it, it was fun, but really, really <clears throat> like you needed you needed to have a solid hand. Like you needed to, basically what you needed was um, like two warriors, which is obviously really easy, uh, plus oh something to hold Bushido counters. Sorry, you needed two warriors plus like it's old plus extender, plus a way to get to Bushido counters. Yeah, this kind of sounds like the uh, like the Gishki FTK. Yeah, basically. It's like a four-card combo. <laughs> uh, three-card combo. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else that I would bring back to three. Um, I would maybe say we can bring back Dinglong just because OCG has it. I, I card don't has agree. The... Oh, no. Like, the card has the ability to be de degenerate. Yeah. But I think Dinglong like... just actually makes pendulums. Like, too good, randomly enough. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, the whole Zephyr thing is, is just bonkers. Um, Alright, I'm gonna interject. The no, and, and... I'm gonna interject and, and before we finish up, because I haven't really done any of my personal hits, I was just kind of nitpicking at what you guys said. Hmm. Uh, yep. I don't like Red Reboot. I think that card needs to be banned. I think Red, it should be banned. Red Reboot's a huge fucking issue. And, mm -hmm. you know, indirectly, I don't like shit like Harpy's Feather Duster and Lightning Storm. I don't like catch-all mm -hmm. just, hey, I can deal just with everything your deck does with one card, yeah. and there's zero thought being put into it. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you can play Degenerate, Back Row Hate, and different 
mechanisms, but like just Lightning Storm saying what it says is kind of a big issue. Like Lightning Storm, if it just said destroy all face down spells and traps, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I'd be perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes like yeah. a pseudo giant trinade or whatever that card is called. Uh, you know what I'm talking about the the, the trinade. Hey trinade. Hey trinade. Yeah, hatred. It becomes just like a, a worse hatred. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't like the fact that whenever I'm side decking, it's like, well, I might run into a back row deck. Play Lightning Storm. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. my I have five cards in my side deck that is literally back row hate, and it is all those cards oh, you no, just I... mentioned. It's three Lightning Storm, one Heavy Storm or Heavy uh, Harpy's Feather Duster, and one Red Reboot. Red Reboot. Yeah. So, so if yeah. Konami doesn't like the narrow deck building options caused by Upstart, they shouldn't be okay with just catch all back row hate like they are yeah that's fair yeah like i would love to play my trap doll deck without having to go i need to side and solve so i don't buy a harpy's feather duster yeah you have to side in uh solemn judgments and imperial order that's that's four cards in your side deck that are now just like devoted to making sure that you can still play your game like i think i think we can all agree we would rather a format where the catch-all out to back row is evenly, as opposed to Lightning Storm and everything. Absolutely. That's a variant of it. Evenly, yeah, I yeah. think, is really strong, and it does really well, but it's very fair in the sense that you catch as evenly and then kill your opponent. I love that. I mean, it, it's effectively doing the same thing, but I, I, I see where you're coming. I love that the evenly, like, situation that comes up whenever I play my Dragoon deck, because I'll have Dragoon, one set, and a uh, Necro Valley on the field, and my opponent's like, okay, hey, mm-hmm. standby, main, the evenly, I'm like, okay, I'll keep Dragoon. They're like, shit. <laughs> okay, well, proceed with your turn, I guess. And like, obviously, it's not that simple, and there's weird things that can happen. But like, it's just funny when people like yeah. side and evenly see their side card, <laughs> use it, it resolves, and nothing fucking mattered. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey man, Dragoon's a hell of a drug. Like when people are playing some like stupid graveyard based deck, like they're they go chaos space or something. And then they hit me with evenly, and I banish Dragoon, but I keep Necrovalley, and they're like, oh, pass? I'm like, yeah, yep. that's what I thought. <laughs> yep. What else did you hit, Cody? <laughs> Activate Redise Fusion or Yeah, exactly. Um, what else do I hit? Like that... I said, I, I, it's like a deckless or bandless philosophy thing. I don't like one of two of is whatever. No. Yep. Um, there's very, very niche, you know, exceptions to the rule, but like, for the most part, almost everything can exist at either zero or three. Um, yeah, for the most part, it's it's almost seems like you could go down the list rapid fire and just look at a card and be like, oh, I remember how that card can be broken. That's a zero. Or that card's really degenerate in this manner. That's a zero. And then you look at a card like card destruction. Like, does that card, ha- can that card exist at a three of? Like, I don't think so just because that, I would caters, say probably not. That caters to a very degenerate deck existing. So exactly. it should be at a zero because in a world where that deck is desperate for that bullshit effect, you're still playing the one of card destruction. And if like they open yeah. it, then fuck, I guess I lose because they open the one of, right? Uh, yeah. Stuff like that, right? Like Chain Strike, I don't think should ever exist at three. So why is it at one? Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Final countdown. It's something that uh, stuff like that. I didn't put on my list, but I was thinking about in the back of my head uh, was S zero. I realize it's not like even in the oh, meta yeah. or anything right now, but that card existing is kind of a problem. I very recently was playing Numeron 
generator garbage. So yep. I will be the first to tell you that S zero should not be in the game. Like yeah, S zero <laughs> is just the exact same thing as what we we're talking about Hulk earlier, where there's just such yep. a huge shadow cast by the meta that as long as very fun dragon exists, his big schlong is hiding as zero's existence. <laughs> like, and everyone I think will realize that as soon as no, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. As soon as we lose VFD, someone's like, Hey, as zero dick too, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like I was very close to when I was just deck building. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put in Eldritch. I'm going to put in the Dragoon engine. I'm going to put in some Necker Valleys. I'm like, what other field spells are good? Oh, I'll just put in Numeron. Fuck it. Numeron network. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I also like the generator <laughs> field spell because fuck it, right? So I was like, I'm just going to play a 60 card pile of every degenerate one card power play and just say fuck it. What's yeah. the worst that can happen? And I guarantee you that deck will win more often than a lot of tier 2 strategies just because mm-hmm. every card is degenerate. Yep. <laughs> so is that all we got or I think so yeah what else you got Cody uh honestly like I didn't want to pull aside a list of like 20 or 30 cards because I didn't want to no know, of course not I didn't want to derail the arc like the bandless discussion into just a bunch of Cody rants so I wanted to kind of just <laughs> nitpick off of what you guys were suggesting so it wasn't yep. that I was being lazy but it was just like yeah, yeah I want to reinforce no. the idea of Cards should be consistent, so you should yeah. play it at zero or three. I don't like one ofs or two ofs. And yeah, and a lot of cards that are banned that people are like, a lot of people have this like weird, you know, rose tinted glasses view of how the meta was three years ago. And it's like, oh my god, Fairy Tale Snow was so much fun. It's like, no, almost every card that's banned right now <laughs> is actually a problem. No maxi should not come back. Like, nope. there's so many cards that are banned, rightfully so, and stop arguing that every card that's banned should have some second chance, like it's fucking on parole or something. <coughs> like, no, these cards are fucking problems, no. and they're all bad. Like, I don't care how much you love Samsara Lotus for its artwork. Fuck it. That card's banned <laughs> and it should stay banned, okay? Uh, Shout out to Ryan for that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yada Garasu. I don't care if how much you like... The shiny little bird. Weird fucking emo art room kids that like ravens and shit. Like, no. Yadagarasu is a problem. I don't care. That's it. All these cards are broken. They should all be banned. (laughs) In regards to Yadagarasu specifically, if it came back to three right now, what the fuck would it do? No, it's just because it it, it honestly... Like, Yadagarasu... I I, I like poking Yadagarasu because you're right. Yadagarasu changes nothing. But, like, it's just... I hate people's obsession <laughs> with unbanning cards that people have this like misguided view of like no it's really not that bad it's like no shut up <laughs> leave all the cards to be banned ban no, everything and, on the and again, list and we're good to go yeah yeah like specifically regarding Yadagarasu, leave it banned because it's it's a, it's iconic it's almost like that's where yeah, it belongs it's a, it's right? a time it's capsule broken, of right? a time that we don't have anymore exactly mm-hmm. It needs to stay in and his like they brought purpose. back Chaos Emperor with that disgusting errata. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, and that that that's it's a shame. Don't get me wrong; it's still a free level eight Chaos monster. No, it's um, everyone. But it's it's its legacy is ruined. 
Yeah, everyone's obsession with trying to live out their childhood fucking memories. You know what people want? They don't want shit that they had back in the day. They want shit that made them feel a certain way. They want to feel like they did back then. Just like Skyward Sword getting reprinted by Nintendo. Like, fuck, just <laughs> go buy that Holy shit on your, on your Wii eShop. It's 20 bucks. Save yourself 70 bucks, okay? Like, don't fucking cater to this fucking reliving your childhood bullshit. I'm done. I bought Never so many Skyrim. copies of Final Fantasy for like different consoles. So yeah, I know you're part of the problem. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Well, the year is 2077. We've just released Skyrim Super Legendary Edition on the fridge. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I bought the fucking digital d edition of my fridge. I better fucking get the reprints. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, it's getting late, so I think yeah. we should probably... Yeah. I think this will be a good call spot it. to call it. I guess so. Do we have a question of the week? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, fuck, I forgot to... Yeah, I don't know. Um... Yeah, I didn't even think of that, what not gonna lie. Wait, what are we gonna try and bring up next week? That'll be, like, tie it into. Oh, uh, I guess... Announcement for... Or, my announcement for the episode for next week. Kind of tying into what Cody was saying about how we have to side in a bunch of spell and trap car or spell and trap hate now because we have things like Harpy's Feather Dust or Light Storm and all. Uh, I think we'll be doing a discussion on building side decks and proper side deck theory with whatever the meta is like at the time. Oh, I love that shit because I like to tell people to do something, but I'd never listen to my own advice. It's gonna be fun. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. So, so a good, a good question then to tie into that is, oh, how gosh, many chicken wings so can stove eat? Oh, true. <laughs> how, no, how many more chicken Yo. wings can stove eat than Jordan? Okay, no. Um, <laughs> I had to throw him under the bus on that. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, no. Okay. We love Jordan and Stove. Just fucking ruined his whole career. Uh, anyways, I um, will get you back. Uh, I yeah. honestly, I'm really excited for the day that you try. <laughs> I want to record it's it this gonna time. Have it. um, it's gonna happen. Okay, anyways, so the question. So obviously, Nick hits you with the download of what the theme will be. I want to hear what people's spicy side deck option is for right now. What's something that you're citing right now that people aren't really appreciating that you don't see in a typical top cut deck list? Like, I'll hit you with an example. Earth-shattering event. That's some spice right now you guys should be considering. That's some spice. Yeah. Why would you give away the spice? Because I already bought my set. I don't give a fuck. That's what, that's what Cody does. Yeah, this podcast, <laughs> the only reason people listen to it, they're like, what a stupid card that I'm going to buy now that's going to go up. That's the play, dude. Every oh, episode's Yu-Gi-Oh! Stonks. Yu-Gi-Oh! Stonks, my man. All right, anyways. You know, you, know what's actually, you know what else isn't a bad side deck card that uh, people should look into is Blizzard. Oh, the anti-spell, just Hello? like catch-all answer? Yeah. Card's actually yeah. super underrated. We'll talk about that next episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Anyways, right. I just want to thank our guest, Stove, for coming yeah, in man, and talking about bad cards. It was a pleasure. Had a great time. Yeah. You will be defeated. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry, we'll have that on the website or Facebook page where it It'll be a very short video. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> yeah. If you guys have, um, if you guys want to answer our question of the week, you can reach us on any of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
at WPGFTK. Again, that's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And with that, thanks for listening, guys. All right. Bye, Brett. Bye, Brett. Bye, Brett. Bye, Brett.